o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Radio for Humans almost choked on a pill a moment ago. <laughs> Um, I, I just, uh, I usually take my pills at this time every night and I was like, Oh, I forgot to take them. So I popped them in my mouth, took a drink and one of them like stuck in the back of my throat. I'm like, huh, got to talk. <laughs> so anyway, I got them all down. It's okay. That's what happens when you get old and you have a fist full of pills. You got to take every day. God damn it. That's right. That's so, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I only have to take three, three is, is, is my what oh, i have that's good so it's not I terrible yeah i i fluctuate sometimes i'll have to take a fourth one or a fifth one but not it's not an everyday one so anyway welcome to the program everybody uh, of course rain from four freedoms blog washington dc the beltway hi. bureau the bubble hi i'm not gonna out bob's number of pills we can talk about Okay. It's on the show. We, we don't, or, or not. <laughs> um, and of but, course, um, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to say, uh, Mnuchin got subpoenaed today. Yeah. Oh, Mnuchin, Mnuchin. Oh, God, I hate that guy. I hate him so much. Yep. He's like, yep. he's got that greasy a- little smirk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Ways and Committee. The Ways and Means Committee. Yeah, yeah. They uh, sent out a subpoena saying, "Dude, uh, give us the taxes." Yeah. I hope yeah. I didn't step on your breaking news, Joe. Oh no, I didn't no, no. think so. I well, didn't think so. No. At any rate, on that note, Joe Santoris, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City owner-operator, Joe's Clown Car Garage, also heard on the Tim Carmel Show. What is oh, this yes. breaking news you speak of? White House officials asked at least twice in the past month for the key witness against President Trump and Mueller report, Donald F. McGahn, to say publicly that he never believed the president obstructed <gasps> justice, according yeah. to two people briefed on the request. McGahn initially entertained the White House request, but after the report was released, detailing the range of actions Mr. Trump took to try to impede the inquiry, Mr. McGahn declined to put out a statement. Oh, my God. McGann start- needs to get his ass in front of any House committee. That broke about 22 minutes ago in both the Wall Street Journal and Michael Schmidt of the New York Times. Oh, my goodness. And I posted that in the uh, in the chat. Well, there you go. There you go. Oh Sorry, I was God. eating dinner. <clears throat> when no, you that's obstruct, okay. hmm? you continue to obstruct. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't stop obstructing. No, no. Why stop oh. if you're good at something? Why stop? I say you know, do it. It was it was something I heard. I think it was from um, Nicole Wallace. I think it, it doesn't matter. I think it was Nicole Wallace, and it was either yesterday or today. No, it wasn't. It was actually Jackie Schechner who said, when you are shameless, you are not going to act as though you have any shame. Yeah. And that is exactly this White House right now. They have no shame, and they don't care. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about the rules. They don't care about regulations. They don't care. And we are really in a kind of a dangerous place. Dangerous. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. So anyway, um, yeah, there's a this uh, uh, has been the busiest slow news week. I mean, it's it, and I mean that. I'm 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 not trying to be funny. It's like it, it's like there's all this stuff going on, but everything's very quiet. Yes, and subdued. You know, it's like it's it's like all this stuff is coming out, and it seems like there's no ability for anybody to focus including myself you know yeah. and I'm, I'm talking about the media at large not you know not anybody personally um it, it's just a weird week i've just felt kind of strange all week and you know not not weird you know just strange you know <laughs> i don't know it's like i can't even put my finger on it it's just well, there's something if it, it makes it, any sense it kind of feels like there's something coming but it kind yeah. of feels like there's nothing coming at the same time. So I don't know. It's very, very nebulous. I think what's, I think what you feel coming is that slowly but surely, the Democrats in the House are going to have to impeach. Not, yeah. not so much that they they think there's any possibility of removal, but it's the only it's the only way uh, to have the strongest legal argument yeah mm-hmm. open impeachment here to get the documents they need because then you have a legitimate uh judicial procedure yeah that they absolutely have a right to those documents yes yeah yeah joe's joe's right about this i mean they may not even to- yeah they may not even get to impeachment uh, sorry Irene. But they may not even get into impeachment. What I'm, the point is, you start the impeachment proceeding yeah. to bring out mm-hmm. the facts. And they're don't think that Donald Trump isn't afraid of that. They're yeah. going to have to open impeachment inquiries. Mm-hmm. Which, from what I've been hearing on MSNBC and, and many, many other outlets, it gives them, it gives them a, a lot of um, other legal uh, legalities where they can work on. Yeah, it gives, As opposed it gives to them, just uh, having hearings, you know, if they're going to call them right. impeachment inquiries, that's going to push Trump's hand even more. Mm-hmm. But something tiny, that happened yesterday, hands. yeah, I know, very tiny, tiny hands. The littlest. But something that happened yesterday was, um, so over, you know, we're talking impeachment over here at the House, but over, you know, in my back, my, my neck of the woods, there's the... Um, uh, the the Roger Stone issue. Yeah, I heard. I, I was Roger hearing about that. St- yeah, Roger Stone actually sa- he actually tried to use the Mueller report 
as a way to to prove his innocence. <laughs> and the judge, the judge on that case, is I judge don't Amy, think so. I know, but that the judge on that case is you know Judge Amy Berman, who most of us have learned through Manafort and Stone, and and she's I don't. Basically, what she said was, guess what, Bob Barr, you need to give me the entire unredacted mm-hmm. version because I need to know what the hell Roger Stone is talking about. Yeah, she has, ze- yeah she has zero fucks to give for their shenanigans. Yeah, I thought that was a really um, amazing mm-hmm. and underreported story. Yeah. So, um, oh, uh, uh, I got Friday. Uh, yeah, I want to mention this real quick before we go too far is our, our good friend Lee again is over in the chat. And uh, he and I had a wonderful phone conversation last night. So oh, nice. we, we shot the shit for a good long time. It was really nice. But, you know, he, he hasn't been around because of his uh, work schedule and everything. Um, but we had a, a pleasant conversation and and but he hasn't heard the show in a while. Um, and uh, I and he had mentioned uh, we were talking about things that we do on the show and, you know, things that he likes. And it was really nice. I felt like he was he was really padding the old ego. Um, but he, he said that he always liked that when, you know, me or Tom would, would pitch up the voices on people and I misunderstood what he was saying. And I thought he was talking about little Jeff and he, he didn't know about little Jeff cause he didn't know about the Roland VT three. So I, I mm-hmm. promised him that I would, I would say hello to him in a few different, uh, Roland VT VT three voices tonight. So, uh, here we go. Let me get little Jeff in here real quick. Let me see if I can get him to run in here. All right, thanks, little Jeff. Now go back down to the basement. All right. Don't forget that uh, that uh, antifreeze. Oh, that's, yep. I love that blue Kool Aid. That blue Kool Aid's great. Yeah, it's good for you. Good for you. Builds you up. Ah. <laughs> oh, well, I was trying to do it without it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> 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 anyway, so yeah, that's a little Jeff. Uh, but yeah, it, it, so I, I wanted to do that as promised. And I still got to send him a link to our... Uh, I was telling him about all the new games that we do on the show and everything. We don't have any games for tonight. But uh, I want to send him the all-game night episode sometime. So it was a ple- it was it was a very fun conversation. We, got, we talked about Van Halen and I dished on some crazy gossip. So it was fun. I wonder if Van Halen is 66. Uh, well, you know, Sammy Hagar is the same age as Kenny Pick Sr. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, he's 72. See, I, I am having a hard time with this. Yeah. Uh, I'm usually really happy about, like, hey, everybody, I'm 51. And then I'm like, oh, 66. Yeah. Got a I remember though. when I remember when Van Halen was fifty-one fifty. <laughs> That's a pun. They had an album called Fifty-One Fifty. I remember yeah. that. Bad pun. Joe, what were you gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just kids. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> just kids. Why? When I was like, when I was your age, I had a, I had to walk across the street in my bare feet. <laughs> I had like, to go uphill to school both ways. You know, walk to school and home uh, uphill right. both ways. Yeah, in the rain. So, I had to walk on nails to get my milk in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. 
Well, yeah, I mean, you know, people like Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar was in the band Montrose after Ronnie Montrose left the Edgar Winter Group back in the very early 70s. Their first album, I think, was 74, and I think he was in his late 20s when that came out. So The entire band Queen is older than me. I see. Well, this go. is weird. Except, except for Adam Lambert. I'm sorry. Except oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy. You know, uh, last year, Bob and I actually bought tickets to um, <clears throat> to the Rolling Stones' new concert tour. I don't do stadium tours mm-hmm. unless it's really special. And, you know, I was like, yes, I've never seen the Rolling Stones. I think I would like to see them. I'd like to put that on my bucket list. And Bob actually joked to me, I <clears> hope <throat> nobody dies. And, well, you and know, just a couple of months ago, it was like, oh, Mick Jagger's having heart surgery and i was like god damn it yeah mick jagger is uh, he'll 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 bounce back from that they 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 postponed to see them they postponed (laughs) huh he he had a little kid already (laughs) 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 he's he's still popping kids out yeah that's true man he is he is uh, fertile and it was a it was look and it wasn't an age-related thing really it was a valve thing which could yeah. happen to anybody. Yeah, I have, that's true. There's a friend of mine. True. Uh, I have friends in their 40s, believe it or not, mm-hmm. <laughs> had valve replacement like when they were in 30s. So, sure. I mean, it's it's uh, it happens. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's but you know, I, they they they. Um, I, I've been following that story loosely. I'm not the biggest Rolling Stones fan, but you know, I, I listen to some. You know, I listen to the Eddie Trunk uh, Sirius XM show a lot to get rock and roll news. And uh, and he talks about it from time to time. So it's like you know, it's like I don't I don't dislike the Rolling Stones. It's just really music that I just didn't listen to that much. You know, it's it's like they it's it's not. I, I admire them for what they did. I think that you know, if I and and I'll I'll, I'll say this is if if I was to if I had to pick because everybody says you know are you a Beatles or a Stones fan? I would land as a Stones fan more than a Beatles fan, mostly because I think the Beatles were really overplayed. Because I can still hear like Rolling Stone stuff that I've never heard before, you know, <clears throat> and that's nice because I like hearing, you know, I like hearing familiar artists but different material. That's my thing. That's that's why I don't like a lot of, of music well, that like other I people said, like. This was a, it was a bucket yeah. list thing. I mean, it was a bucket list thing. It's just I never got yeah. to see Prince, you know, mm, and I yeah. do regret that. Yeah, I, I I don't have a lot of regrets in my life, but that's one that I do regret. Wow. I've seen I've seen well, I haven't seen the Beatles, but I saw Paul McCartney. I've seen David Bowie, you know. I've I've seen the the those yeah. big bands. I'm not a huge, I, and I mean this. I don't like stadiums. It's loud. Oh it's not God, personal. I hate them. I hate them. I don't but like amp- are- the, I don't like the big amphitheaters because that's the thing. Deep Purple is coming back around. Sammy Hagar's got his concert coming around. White Snake's coming around. I would love to go see all them, all them, but they're all in these massive venues that it's like you know I'm gonna have to take my 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 opera glasses to be able to see a thing. You know. Uh, well, I guess the point that I was trying to make is that there are very few bands where I would make that exception. One of the greatest concerts I ever saw, and and one of my one of the great music people i i love is uh bruce springsteen and i saw him at the old philly spectrum that is oh there wow in 19 i think it was 82 it was when born in the usa came out mm-hmm. and uh Sounds about huge right. venue huge venue but uh springsteen put on 
he played for three freaking hours, then came out and did another set. Yeah. It was like one in the morning when we got out of there. And then and he, he came gets, out and he built a barn on a neighboring uh, lot of land. You know, he and when he was did, done he with that, out, when he was done with that, out, he ran a soup kitchen for eight hours. He actually came out and said, "Don't." He kept saying, "Are you guys finished?" And we we kept going more, more, more. And he said, "Don't you have to go to church or something?" We said, "No, this is church." And and uh, I but but I had gray seats. I. Actually, this is how close I was to the stage. I actually saw the set list before they started. Oh, wow. the concert. Yes, oh. I could read it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you could smell what he ate for breakfast. <laughs> no. I, I suspect, Kenny, Springsteen is not one of your favorites, right? No, I I do respect him. I I do respect him, but I yeah I you know I, I again it's not really in my wheelhouse. He's not a guy that I d- you know, despise or anything like that. You know, I, I mean there are there are artists that that I've said I absolutely hate, but no Springsteen I do not hate. It's just it's just not my thing. You know, it's, it's not your thing. Yeah, so it's like it's like I feel about about most metal. I I like some of it. But I'm not a fan of metal. Oh yeah, and I I, I totally get it. I totally get yeah, it. If, you I, know. if I was going to listen to music, when I listen to music, I'll listen to Queen. I'll listen to the Beatles. I'll listen to the Rolling Stones. You know, I'll listen to Billy Joel. And I know you hate mm-hmm. him. I don't and, hate Billy Joel. No, no, no. To the contrary, I like Billy Joel. I don't like okay. Paul. But, Paul Simon is the guy that I hate. Paul Simon is the guy I, I hate. But 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 going through the '70s and '80s, Springsteen became like a uh, a soul brother. Mm-hmm. I have to say, like I was a big Beatles fan, but when Springsteen came along, it was something that that oh, this guy knows what I'm feeling. Yeah, you know, I, I and, and, that's, and so that, that's the kind of connection to music I have to have, you know, yeah, to really enjoy it. You know, I I uh, and I know this might. I got uh, to see Springsteen. He was on my <clears> bucket <throat> list too. I saw him at National oh, good. Stadium. Good. Well, well I, saw him, I think. Say in 1984, you know, my memory is very. Yeah, I knew you were in the ballpark. You know, in the early 80s. But but yeah. it, you know, when Born in the USA came out, um, yeah, that's when because I think the River came before. Great mm-hmm. album, great double album, and um, these songs. I mean, they they really they really talk, and I think that's why he has a good blue collar following. Yeah, because he talks to the suffering of the blue collar. Yeah, you know, worker and 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 the criminal and the felon, yeah, the person he's, who didn't have a great life and sure. ended up in prison, you know, kind of cut from the same cloth as like John Fogarty or Mellencamp or you know, guys yeah. like that. So, and and all of that's music that I definitely I en- I enjoy it to a certain degree, but you know, it's like I. I, I, I but it's again, you know, and, I, and like Billy Joel, I, I bought some Billy Joel recently. I bought a live album from the thrift store for like a buck, um, and uh, you know, I never heard it. And that's the thing, I, I if I'm gonna listen to these artists, I would prefer somebody play me a song that I haven't heard a thousand times. You know, mm-hmm. play me the deepest cut from an album that I've probably never heard, and you know, and that that's like that's like a musical turn on to me, is when I when I'm. I love hearing songs, like I said, by familiar voices and familiar musicians, but I want to hear something that I've never heard before. And that's why I still have, you know, that's why I still go out and I buy new albums from artists that I've listened to for, for decades. Um, 
And uh, and I I gotta reiterate something. Uh, I, I've been talking about Sammy Hagar a lot lately. This is a guy who's really kind of mellowed with age quite a bit, and it's really funny because you know a lot of people think of him as like. You know, uh, and and I was talking to Lee about him last night. Lee, Lee's like he's kind of like you know the 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 you know guy blonde bimbo surf surfer dude from you know uh, California. This is is what he always struck him as, and I think that's true to a certain certain extent. Um, and and you know, and he had you know some you know as many artists from the seventies and eighties had some you know lyrics that are questionable, misogynistic, whatever. Uh, but he, he's had some positive messages in his songs too, um, you know. Because if you look at the songs from Fifty One Fifty, you know, Dreams and you know, uh, Why Can't This Be Love, stuff like that. You know, those are pretty positive songs. Um, but he, it was really funny because he, he says people come up to me all the time and say, "Sammy, how the hell did you become such a successful businessman?" And you know, I mean, because he's worth millions of dollars. He is worth so much money; it's not even funny. He started the small Cabo Wabo Club, and he's and it blew up and branched out. He came up with his tequila. Uh, he sold his tequila. He said uh, he he didn't ever want to sell it. He's like, I made this. I'm proud of it. Whatever. Some people came to me, and I gave them an outrageous number. I thought they'd never pay. I said a hundred million dollars, and they said okay, and they gave me a hundred million dollars. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So, and he's like, I'm not some kind of genius, you know, businessman or something like that. He's like, I'm incredibly lucky. And he says, I'm kind of like a bug. (laughs) He's like, when it gets too hot over here, I walk over there into the shade. When it gets too cold in the shade, I walk over there into the sun. (laughs) And it was just a, it was just a really funny little analogy that, you know, he's, he's self-deprecating in that sense that he's like. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how. I just, I walked into this shit. And, and here I am worth millions and millions of dollars. And he always says, too, he, he's like, it it freaks him out when people come up to him and say what an influence they've been to him. Because he doesn't think of himself as that. He doesn't think of himself as this huge rock star. He thinks of a guy of himself as a guy who likes to write songs, likes to perform, you know, knows that he was kind of a cheesy guy. I can't drive 55 and all that stuff. Um, you know, uh, and, and it, 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 and it's really kind of a refreshing experience to see somebody like that. Who's like, you know, he knows he's no, he's, he's not like Lou Reed giving some kind of cryptic interview about the songwriting process or something or, you know, whatever. It's just, it, it's just Sammy Hagar being Sammy Hagar, you know? And, and I just don't, and, and plus he also, he, he, uh, he trash talked Ted Nugent recently, which was awesome too. Yeah, hey, there you go called him crazy said he couldn't stand it when he started talking about politics he's like i just got to walk away from him when he starts talking about politics so uh but anyway i just thought that was funny he's like i'm like a bug gets too hot over here walk in the shade gets too cold in the shade to walk over into the sun you know i mean who thinks of themselves that way sammy hagar there's the answer <laughs> you know i always like i always love when i hear the talk shows when they have celebrities on the ones that don't take themselves seriously yeah yeah, and that's what Sammy Hagar sounds like. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just the guy. I'm not a genius. I'm just like uh, doing my thing. I take a drink when I'm thirsty, mm-hmm. and that's it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, he he was doing a show for a while. It was like on the road with Sammy Hagar or something, where he drives. You know, because they they're like, we want you to do a reality show, and he's like, oh, about me and my family. He's like, okay, that's cool, but we're not too dramatic. 
And he's like, they're, and the producers are like, that's okay, we'll make drama. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so he oh, turned wow. down, he turned down that reality show. And then some insurance mm. company basically is paying him to, to do little road trips to go see other musicians. And there's this one really fascinating one where he sat, sits down with John Cougar Mellencamp. Well, John, I'm sorry, John Mellencamp. Um, the two most unlikely musicians from the 70s and 80s to, to sit down. In in my book, you know, Mellencamp and Hagar, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> but apparently, they're like they're like best friends now. And Mellencamp uh, uh, spends most of his time painting um, uh, th- these days, and he's a really brilliant painter. Um, and and Sammy just fell in love with his artwork, and he's like, oh, you know, pick out a painting and give it to you. And he's like, no, 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 you tell me how much you would sell that painting for, and I'll give that amount of money to a charity that you whatever you want. So, so it was a really neat little thing, and he ended up hanging up the the Mellencamp painting in uh, in one of his restaurants, I think, in California or something like that. So, so you, you know. think I could get them to buy one of mine? Uh, maybe. That was, that was a little bitterness. That was a little bitterness. <laughs> I, and I'm not trying to knock John Mellencamp for his art, but. I, I'm going to say this. I know we got to go to break. Mm-hmm. This is something where I do have a little resentment. You don't think he's that, that talented? So many... Huh? You don't think Mellencamp's uh, talent is that talented art-wise? Uh, no, no. I No, I'm not even going to judge his talent. Oh, okay. I just feel like I, here's this is my bugaboo. This has nothing to do with politics or music. But. People like Mellencamp automatically get to hop, skip, and jump over so many trained artists because they have a famous name. Well, that you you you're definitely on to something there. I I I you know it's you're right. It's kind of like you know how Tori Spelling got broke into acting. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 one of my bugaboos. I don't I don't you know, and I I'll even go so far as to say, yeah, you too, Tony Bennett. Or George W. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's Nepotism. I, How about this is, this Ivanka is, this Trump? Is bugaboo. How about Ivanka Trump? Uh, did she paint too? Um, she might uh, finger paint uh, in uh, whatever her dadly's laying around. <laughs> but it it is. Yeah. My you know. I don't, don't want to take away. I don't want to take away from these these people who are famous yeah. in another another industry like music mm-hmm. or yeah. or unfortunately politics or you know acting and whatnot but you know if if they're gonna sell their artwork and they're gonna make you know twenty thirty forty thousand dollars to it maybe donate some of it to promote artists who are out there true true i i do true. think that a lot of Visual his artists i think a lot of his money goes to charities though that uh are, are you know I, i'm i'm almost certain that Mellencamp gives a lot of his money to charity. So, yeah, but um, just, like I said, understand mm-hmm. where I'm coming from. I do, I, don't have I do. My own, but I, I know a lot of people who they are literally when you see them on the streets of your cities selling their paintings. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's because they're trying to make a living. Sure, like yeah, and I they're totally not famous. So okay, I'm going to get off my soapbox all right thank you for understanding where i'm coming from i I definitely do uh but anyway it is time to go on a break uh, go to a break uh that was a fun unexpected conversation see that's kind of the conversation i had with lee last night just you know 
a fun freewheeling talk about music and stuff you know so that was cool but anyway when we come back um we're gonna talk about we're gonna do massive uh uh, uh scene shift here we're gonna talk about ben shapiro everyone <laughs> oh. so anyway uh let's hit the break we'll be right back oh the green news report is off uh so we don't have a new green news report tonight uh, just so everybody knows, Brad and Desi will be returning to action next uh, um, Monday. So they took the broadcast off yesterday too. So, but anyway, just in case everybody wanted to know the update. All right, um, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig. It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. Mm-hmm. IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Okay.
I could kiss you in the mouth. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth, it's showtime. It is showtime, and uh, just so everybody knows, another programming note, uh, we're taking the night off from Mike Check Radio tomorrow night. I believe Adam is going to queue up our Avengers Infinity War special from last year. I'm kind of curious to hear that, to see if we got any predictions right for Avengers Endgame. Um, and then the following week, I believe we're going to be doing our Infinity or our, sorry, our Endgame special on Mike Check Radio. Also, uh, I'm not sure when he's going to be around tonight because he has to work late. I'm just going to tease this. Adam Hebert has some big news to announce and uh, if he wants to come on the show call into the show um when he gets home tonight he can and i'll let him tell everybody but um anyway um uh, welcome back to a rain from four freedoms blog washington dc hello there hello 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 happy friday yes happy friday oh god <laughs> yes happy friday and In a week it, yeah it, 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 they all are and joe santors of scranton pennsylvania the electric city Mr. Microwave. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hello, well, Wildcat. Go hey, hey. Just cover the goddamn dish, will you? <laughs> a little towel? Yeah. Wow. No, I mean, for Christ's Another sake, plate. If you, if, you, if you don't want to put it in a land, you know, I mean, hey, put if, if you don't like throwing paper, paper towels away, put a little plate over it, a little saucer. That's what I did. How about the plate you're going to eat it out of? Just put it on top. Sure. Just use it. You know, I mean, don't don't <laughs> act like a Neanderthal. I mean, those knuckle draggers back uh, 200,000 years ago, they're the ones that used to, you know, put stuff in the microwave uh, uncovered. Hello, Wildcats. We're not, That's exactly what happened, Jeff. We're not cavemen. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. We're not cavemen uncovering our 
microwave stuff. And you know, if you opened up the back of one of those uh, those caveman uh, microwaves, mm-hmm. there'd be a little bird in there that goes, it's a living. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. There was a little, there was a little uh, baby uh, dragon. Pterodactyl. Yes, a baby dragon. A <laughs> little, little pterodactyl. Yeah, look at that. <sighs> yeah. yeah, fire breathing. Yeah. Making their Bronto burgers for him. Uh, yeah, there's actually pictures of uh, micro uh, microwaves on the cave walls. I've seen. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and get to this because I I, I found this article today. Uh, <laughs> ben Shapiro went onto the BBC, everybody, and I shared this <laughs> link over on Facebook, and I put goes on BBC to discuss his book, decrying anger and political discourse, proceeds to deliver pol- angry political discourse. <laughs> I love the way the guy ended the interview too. Oh my god, it was yeah, yeah. It's, I have that because most of the stuff I have I hope, is from the end. It, yeah, I hope you so, have the remark he made at the end. I, I do, <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Classic. So I, I have like four clips from this. Each one's about uh, about a minute long. The first one's much shorter though. Um, Ben Shapiro has written a new book about how it's not right to have anger in political discourse and we need to heal our nation and everything. Well, Ben Shapiro is a racist bigot. And he is, you know, he has been like saying some awful shit and, and backing really ass backwards, you know, laws. Like, you know, he's, you know, life begins a conception guy. Um, so he, you know, he wants abortion criminalized for all women, you know, what no matter what Ben Shapiro work for, by the way, uh, he used to work for Breitbart. I don't know who he works for now. Um, okay. um but, but yeah, yeah. So fair, yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, yes. Shapiro, Shapiro went on to BBC to talk to Andrew Neal, Andrew Neal. He's he's a greasy liberal. <laughs> uh, far from it. I didn't know who he was until this, and then I looked him up, and it's like, oh yeah, uh, supported the Iraq War. Oh yeah, supported you know the war in Afghanistan. Oh yeah, you know thinks climate change is uh, is fake. You know, um, so basically he's he's you know apparently conservatives. That's the thing. I think all American conservatives think that conservatives in other countries are a bunch of like you know, hillbilly inbred white nationalists that, you know, just want to own guns and, you know, shove the Bible on people down people's throats, you know, uh, it, 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 that that's what I, th- I think this is, you know, and they also, you know, oh, you got to hate gay people too. Got to hate the gays, you know, but, um, he, it, it, and I found this, this clip, this was from earlier in the interview. Um, and I listened to the whole thing, but this, this one was great. Because it kind of set up the narrative for what's going on, and Andrew, uh, uh, what's his name, Andrew Neal, basically was decrying the this. Um, there's a law in Georgia that basically is saying it would criminalize. You know, if a woman had a miscarriage, she could go to prison. Right. It also criminalizes abortion after yeah, cr- six cr- weeks. Yeah, criminalizes abortion after six weeks. Says it's barbaric. Says it's you know sending you know going back to the dark ages, um, and uh, and and he and he brought that up and he asked how how is this not you know aggressive? How does this not throw us back into the dark ages? Or or how is it not barbaric that we would 
punish women in this manner. And, you know, and that's how that was early on. So let's listen to that real quick. Why is it that a bill banning abortions after a woman has been pregnant for six weeks is not a return to the dark ages? What's your answer? My answer is something called science. Human life exists at conception. It ought to be protected. Now, back to my question to you. You purport to be an objective journalist. BBC purports to be an objective down the middle network. It obviously is not. It never has been. And you as a journalist are proceeding to call one side of the political aisle ignorant, barbaric, and sending us back to the dark ages. Why don't you just say that you're on the left? Uh, Is this so hard for you? Why can't you just be honest? (laughs) Seriously, it's a serious question. Mr. Shapiro, if you only knew how ridiculous that statement is, you wouldn't have said it. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. What? Yeah. Science, dude. Science. Okay, I That's, know we're talking about this. science. I know that we're science. talking about this interview, but oh my I am god, baloney scientist! Oh my god! There you go. You got both of you in one fell swoop. Seriously, oh my fucking god! Yeah. Most women, and I, I think it's important to say this. And Ben Shapiro clearly has never gotten a woman pregnant. Don't know they're pregnant until, until after six weeks. Yeah. Uh, this is really, uh, 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 to me, it's really important. You know, you get pregnant, you know, you have sex, and then you get pregnant. And so you have your period, you have four weeks. If you miss it for maybe one week, now we're into five weeks. And then by the sixth week is when you get worried. And so yeah. maybe you take a pregnancy test. And by that time, if you find out you're pregnant. Too late. Now it's illegal in Georgia. And from what yeah. I understand, and if anybody in the chat room out there, if I'm wrong, from what I understand, it's also illegal under this new Georgia law for you to go outside the state to get an abortion. Yes, I, I believe I heard that, too. Yeah, I did, so. too. Yeah. Um, so but, uh, this but, uh, is really fucked yeah. up. And Ben yeah. Shapiro doesn't understand what happens between the sperm and no the egg. He, he doesn't he doesn't and, and and to andrew neal's credit obviously he has a, a you know a reasonable perspective even for a conservative which we never expect over here yeah. we expect all of them to, to to be the unthinking you know morons um but uh Uh, Well, what was interesting, too, is, and I wish I would have gotten this, but it it was from earlier on. He said, you know, what new ideas do the Republicans have? You know, the, the, you know, liberals and Democrats are putting together, you know, the Green New Deal, Medicare for all. You know, those are, those are newer ideas. What, what is it that, what are the new ideas you guys have other than, you know, wanting to jail and murder women for having abortions, you know? (laughs) I mean, or miscarriages. Yeah, or miscarriages. Exactly. So, so they, you know, and, and so he got pissed off about that too. He's like, "How dare you say? No, no, I'm going to say it really fast. I'm going to say a whole bunch of things really fast, and I'm really upset." And micro machines. Uh, sorry, yeah. I don't know if you remember the micro machines commercial where the guy talked really fast. That's what Ben Shapiro is good at: talking really fast and throwing out hyperbole and bumper sticker slogans, and then just being. Being able to throw out a lot of smears really fast. And I even start talking a little bit faster when I start thinking about Ben Shapiro because he talks so damn fast. <laughs> um, but anyway, this is this isn't, is where... Isn't that what a whole bunch of these freaking uh, conservatives do these days? They talk fast and their, their regular voices jump up about at least a half an octave. Well, yeah. this is up high. This is why this we is have a high. helium shortage, folks. Yeah. But the talking fast thing and not letting somebody get... Mm-hmm. You know... It, it, 
they talk fast and they act insulted. Instead oh, yeah. Of answering a legitimate Pouty question. Faced. Oh, oh, well, you haven't seen pretend to be insulted yet. This is hysterical. Uh, um, it, so th- this is uh, this is part uh, uh, part two. You said Jew and you're, you're Jewish yourself. I only mentioned that because to put this in context. Oh, I, I'm the sorry. Jews who I'm going to pause it real quick. Uh to his credit, Andrew Neal uh, is taking Shapiro to task about things he's said in the past. Considering he's out there trying to sell this, you know, kumbaya book about, you know, how we all need to get along and be a little more understanding and considerate and not be so angry on our political discourse. But then he mm-hmm. goes on to say, well, hey, you said this. How's that help? So here's here's part one of that. You said... Jew, and you're, you're Jewish yourself. I only mention that because to put this in context. The Jews who vote for Obama are, by and large, Jews in name only. Ginos, you call them. My oh statement my was based on the fact that Jews in the United States, as an ethnic group, are largely irreligious, which is true by every single poll. Jews are the most irreligious group in the United States. As an Orthodox That's Jew who actually takes true. Judaism seriously, the point that I am making is that most Jews who are ethnically mm-hmm. Jewish are not religiously Jewish no. in any context. No, no, no. The point you were making is that Jews who vote for Obama are Jews in name only. I said, I said that, yes, that is correct. That Jews yeah. who voted for Barack Obama, a progenitor of the Iran deal, a person who was cracking down on religious liberty, a no. person who spent much no. of his career as president of the United States attempting to deprive Israel of the necessities to defend Liar. itself. That, that no. people, Jews who voted for President Obama, by and large, cared about Judaism far less than they did about other priorities. Did you say they should correct. turn their badge in as a Jew? Uh, yes, I believe that if you are a, I believe a that if you are somebody who takes There's Judaism seriously, that comes along with ideological, ideological commitment. I mean, I guess. Also, I'm just. I mean, I, I, mean I, I hope you're having fun. By the way, going through every old tweet that I've ever sent to try and do gotcha questions. But if you'd like to have a discussion about my general philosophy or things I've done and say. I don't know. That was 2012, so oh. it's now 2019. If you'd like to discuss something I've done in, say, like the past five years, why don't we do that? How about well, that? Is because your denounce? book is uh, a criticism oh. of uh, how angry America is and how America has to do better. And I'm simply I have an entire list out, on my website, sir. Sir, on I, my list, I have an entire website of I, dumb, I'm bad things that I've said. I'm simply trying to point out some of the things you, you've said that seem to me to help to stoke that anger. Yeah. Uh, and oh, oh also, uh, American Jews, uh, they, they were responded to his badge remark. Badges? We don't need no stinking badges. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, it, yeah, the, the badge I... thing with regard to, I don't know, the Holocaust. Yeah. Really, really, really bad use of the usage of the phrase. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. observation here. Isn't what he just said about Jews turning in their whatever that is their badges or whatever he thinks they have to be Jews um, because they have a particular political opinion. Isn't that what, the, what Omar was criticized for? Yes. Well, exactly. he's, Jew- he's Jewish, so he's allowed to say it. Yes. Oh, oh, oh I get it. I get it. So He's a conservative Omar Jew. Omar says it, and she is taking over the coals for like Two weeks in every news cycle, every day. Yeah, and then then he says the exact same thing that you're not a real Jew if you if, if you have a political opinion like if you, you supported would vote for Obama. that horrible Obama they, they, who tried and, to and, destroy and she Israel. Saying, she was saying, yeah, she was saying simply 
that uh, uh, you know Jews have dual dual allegiance, loyalty. Loyalty. He's saying the same thing. Yes. You don't have loyalty to your religion if if you don't agree with me and yeah. my political views. Yeah. There, there is something else, if I can jump in, because I agree with everything that Joe just said. I, I do. He's right. But going back to, to Ken, you said that this, this BBC interviewer is, con- is considered conservative, right? Yeah, he is conservative. And I know that um, left wing and right wing over in Europe and, and Eastern Europe are kind of left wing is right wing and right wing is left wing. But in Britain, it, it, basically, I guess the point that I'm trying to make here is that this guy, this interviewer is a conservative. Yes. And people like Ben Shapiro consider themselves conservative. But if we were going to look at this interviewer as a legitimate conservative, the way we looked at um, conservatives from 30, 40 years ago, can we just really take pause into where conservatism is now here in America? Sure. Because that guy can be a conservative. He can be like the kind of guy who's like, I would like to see things change in my country, but I'd like for them to go slowly and measured. As opposed to Ben Shapiro, who Uh isn't, that's not conservative. That's really, that's fascist. Yes, or it's it's it, really pushing close to fascism. It's, oh, he it's even legitimately said, saying that if if you if you're not the right kind of Jewish person, like a, a yeah. Benjamin Netanyahu Jewish person, then you need to turn in your Jewish badge. That's so messed up, and that's it is. It's it's and really disturbing how far the right wing and the conservative movement has moved in this country. Yeah, and and um, oh, I forgot my point, but anyway, I, I, we I'm don't sorry. have no. That's okay. We don't have a lot of time, so let's get to this next. Uh, I got two more clips to play. Here's the next one. For example, you said sure. Israelis like to build, Arabs like to bomb crap and live in open sewage. Well, as I say in an article entitled, "Here's a list of all the giant bad dumb things I've ever said." Was that, that was that includes, dumb? What. Yes, that's a dumb tweet. And not only, but it is also important to mention that the next few tweets clarify that that tweet is specifically referring to the Hamas leadership, which, by the way, a BBC I've I've seen is relatively reticent to condemn. No, actually, it wasn't what you went on to do and say, uh, you are correct about the slur and Arabs. It's not all Arabs that want to live in open sewage and blow things up. It's just Palestinians. You went on to say, no, it's a, no, it's a, no. It says you the said, ones who take sides against you said Israel the in the Israel-Palestinian population is rotten to the core. You went on to say, not Hamas. I say by, the yeah, Palestinian I say by, uh, Arab population. I say that by poll numbers, they elected Hamas. They elected Hamas. They educate oh, their children no. in school that Israel should be obliterated, sir. I guess if you want to read, you know, honestly, uh, th- this is a giant waste of time in the sense that the entire interview is designed for you to shout slogans or old things that I've said at me. I don't see how this forwards the debate. You talk about you talk about undermining the public discourse. It seems to me that simply going through and finding lone things that sound bad out of context and then hitting them with and then hitting people with them is a way for you to make a quick buck on BBC off the fact that I'm popular oh and no one has God. ever heard of you. Uh, there are not many bucks to be made on the BBC, unlike American broadcasting, Mr. Shapiro. But he literally said, he literally said, I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. Whoa! Yeah. See. Whoa! Yeah. 
Oh now that that is some classy political discourse there, right there. Uh-huh. Has he ever renounced any? Has he ever deleted his tweets? Has Here's he ever the thing. His tweets? Here's the he thing. Here's the thing. Like that you know, he's I wrote been this doing. book and I'm enlightened. There, yeah, he wrote this book. He compl- claims he's enlightened, but it, every time he is questioned on one of these bigoted tweets, he says. Oh look, I put that put it on this list and it's fine now because I put it on the list and said it was stupid. But yeah. he'll go on to defend the tweets when asked to explain them further. He defends them. So he doesn't really think they're stupid tweets. He's just like, "Oh, well you're just taking them out of context because I made other tweets later on." You know. Yeah, that's really messed up. That's mm-hmm. really messed up. So I, I think this is a really interesting interview. Oh yeah, and it it uh, it totally fell apart at the end too, because uh, <laughs> there was a certain uh, the interviewer just couldn't handle it anymore, and he and he 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 left. He left the interview. No, no, I'm sorry, I have it backwards. Ben Shapiro, uh, the little snowflake, uh, had to leave. Uh, oh. Andrew Neal was perfectly fine to continue uh, uh, with this uh, this uh, you know hard hitting interview. Gee, sorry, you weren't going on to Fox News. What the fuck did you expect? They do journalism on the BBC. Where they report on things. Is actually, sort yeah, of respected. Yeah, they report on things. I mean, okay, this is how journalism works. It's about truth, and unfortunately, yes. to conservatives, to quote Stephen Colbert, truth has a liberal bias. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, oh, how? Yeah, I said that about seven years ago. You, how about saying talking about what I said five years ago? Oh, well, within five years, he put out a tweet that was a really racist tweet about how awesome the the pilgrims were and how savage Native Americans were, uh, mocking them. I don't know if you remember that, um, but uh, I don't think he apologized for that. Uh, such but a little oh, he's such a little scumbag. But anyway, listen to this. Listen to a uh, little, little. Little snow cuck needs a safe space. The point You're I'm trying to make things. is that your words are hardly designed to produce the consensus and understanding that the book seems to want to produce. Uh, that's my point, that you write about you know, Judeo-Christian culture and so on, but so much of what you've said in the past would seem to turn its back on Judeo-Christian culture. You're lecturing me on Judeo-Christian culture after you call the pro-life position barbaric? I just asked you a question. I'm going to pause it right there. He did not call the pro-life position barbaric. He said it would be pushing women back into the dark ages if you you jailed them for having miscarriages or if you you criminalized abortions at six weeks. That's what he said. It's exactly what he said. Not the pro-life position. He did not characterize it that way at all. And Shapiro apologized for saying that later. Funny. But anyway, continuing with the question. I asked you a question. You failed to answer a single one of mine. You're not interviewing I find this him. whole thing a waste of time. Thank if you, you want to read the book and critique the book, why don't you read and critique the book? If you want to, re- if you want to critique me, you can think whatever you want of me. Why don't you frankly, just try and I don't care. I don't, I don't frankly give a damn what you you're, think of me since I've never you, heard of you. You And I've never heard of you until I briefed myself for this. But that's not the issue. You have a then new why the book hell are you interviewing and it's, me, an, it's an interesting book. But my point is, your book claims that society... Well, it'd be society, nice if you would quote it from time to time. Your book is... Well, actually, I've done so several times, and I'm about to do so again, if you would let me just finish the question. Your book uh, frankly, claims I don't think that society you know what? Honestly, is turning honestly, its back sir, 
on Judeo-Christian values. What are the values it's turning its back on? I, I, you know, I, I'm not inclined to continue an interview with a person as badly motivated as you as an interviewer. So I think we're done here. No, I appreciate your time. All sir. right. Thank you well, so we, thank you for your time and uh, for showing that anger is not part of American political discourse. Now, Mr. <laughs> Shapiro, we'll say goodbye. Uh, <laughs> oh. well, one, I have one one final clip there. Shapiro's brother uh, talked to him after the interview. Did you have a nap today? <laughs> I did. And you know, just to to illustrate <clears throat> how conservative the interviewer is, he he in, in and the BBC he, he's he's. Uh, Proposed that HIV does not cause AIDS. Yeah. Oh wow. That's how that's how right wing he is. Yeah, he's like he he's gone and you know gone down to Funky Town a few times with his ideas. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he actually advocated that HIV can't cause AIDS and that it cannot be spread to heterosexuals. Tell that to the girl I went to high school with who died from it. Yeah, no, who got it? Who got it from it's a, a man? Only. So he's he's not just a conservative; he's a science denier. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a, he's like, like Kenny said, he's a climate yeah. denier. Yeah, but he's an HIV denier. He's yeah, an yeah, AIDS yeah, denier. All right, yeah, I, I forgot I, about that. I, I want to take back the idea of what I was talking about regarding no, conservatism. You didn't know, but you didn't know that about him. It's fine, but but I mean, to the to the broader point here, though, but is this was a tough Pierre interview. Answer any of those questions. This any was a tough interview. That's all yeah. it was. And Shapiro buckled under the pressure, and it's hilarious. It is absolutely hilarious because he's, you know, just kept insisting over. You're a lib, you're a liberal. Just say it. you're a lift, you're a leftist. You're, you know, no dummy, not at all. But yeah, Twitter went to town on him. So funny. Wow. Um. Well, it's nice to know that our conservatards. I shouldn't say that. <clears throat> I don't care. I apologize. Doesn't matter. But it's kind of nice to know that our. Our right-wing lunatics are having their asses filleted, stewed, and served mm-hmm. to them over in England. Yeah, I mean, this is what journalism is, folks. Whether you're a liberal or a conservative, you can ask honest questions. You can ask honest questions. You can ask hard questions. I mean... Look at Shep Smith over on Fox News. There's a reason yeah. why he yeah. doesn't get a lot, doesn't do a lot of interviews. Well, I don't think he wants to do a lot of interviews, um, but um, I, I don't think that they would ever dream. the The management at Fox News would never dream of saying, "Okay, Shep Smith, we want you to sit down with Trump and talk to him." No, 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 no. It's going to be Hannity. It's going to be the the big curvy couch crew. It's going to be Ingram. You know, one of the bobbleheads. No, 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 no. Obama sat down with fucking Bill O'Reilly. That's Super Sunday. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. That's Super Sunday. So, and O'Reilly was so fucking disrespectful. It was pathetic. So, anyway. 
But yeah, so anyway, um, I'm glad the internet is laughing at you, uh, Ben Shapiro. Uh, he apologized, um, and uh, I hope his book sales tank after this because seriously, you're going on, you're going on TV trying to sell your book about how political discourse has to be nicer, and you attacked a fellow conservative by calling him a dirty liberal. And the things he said about Obama there too, the lies he said about Obama and his and how Obama was treating Israel and all of that. I mean, that's not hate-filled, lie-filled rhetoric right there. Uh, the progenitor of the Iran deal and wants to disarm and take everything away from Israel and make him just a little, you know. When they talk about when they people like Ben Shapiro talk about the discourse needs to be nicer, what they mean. And this this interview makes it more clear than anything else, is they mean you need to be nicer to us. Yeah. Why can't you be nicer to me? That's a white stripe song. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, we got to run to the break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll talk about uh, well, we can talk about Giuliani and his U- Ukraine trip. Uh, living on Long Island uh, is talking about that in the chat. I guess uh, Chris Hayes is opening with that. Also. Rudy Giuliani's got a new look, everybody. Maybe we'll just keep it superficial. Where'd he go, the dentist? Uh, I don't know about that, but uh, I think he might have gone to Greece for some of their formula. I think I've I think I've heard. I think I've heard. (laughs) Anyway, we got to run to the break. We're running long. We'll get Bobber on when we come back. Right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with 
swirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, the one and only Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, and I'll be on the Tim Coromel show with you this Sunday. That's great because we have a clown car, and uh, I suspect uh, a contribution from uh, Mr. Pick. I am working on something. I'm gonna uh, hopefully I'll, I'll have it done. I'm, I'm gonna spend some time on it t- tomorrow, and I hope of so. course, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so too. And of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, uh, the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble. The Swamp, welcome back. Hello. <laughs> you had a little wind-up on that. You went, hey, hello. <laughs> I just yeah. did. A little warm-up. I liked there it. Was I liked it. In your pitch there. <laughs> <laughs> yellow, red, red, yellow. Yellow, red, red, yellow. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> and of course, last but not, certainly not least, uh, joining us uh, back after his week off uh, last week, uh, the one and only the Braumeister. It's Bobber. Hello, Bob. Happy Friday. Yeah, and hey, also, also, Bobber. Bob, I have another sentiment for you. I'm popular, and no one has ever heard of you. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we we heard from Rain uh, about your double rainbow experience. How was Randy Rainbow the second time around? It was awesome. Um, I, you know, he did more. Um, first time we saw him, I was like, okay, this is a little bit lame. It was mostly him just playing his videos and sort of singing along with them. But this time, you know, he actually did things where instead of singing along, with, I mean, he had a live band with him, and um, he would actually do like a live song with sort of a multimedia thing going on and on the screen behind him. So that was mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. I mean, he did some of his videos too, but. Um, you know, he did some some other stuff that was, you know, definitely, you know, live live on stage with no backup recording. Yeah. So that was that was cool. Nice, nice. And he, you know, he did the taking questions from the audience thing, which shows that he's really uh, quick on his feet. You know, with the uh, things that people say and and ask. Oh, that would be so much fun. One of these days, one of these days, Kenny Pick live on stage with the turnips. So Ooh. no, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm sure there's some coffee shop that'll let me do it. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but uh, I'll have to Skype you guys in. <laughs> uh, there, there won't be a budget for airfare. Um, Skype in, we could do like the Skype video. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, but anyway, uh, welcome back. Uh, apparently, uh, the ghoul, uh, has been awoken from this coffin. Rudy, Rudy, America, Giuliani. <laughs> uh, oh, let me see if I can get a couple Rudy edits pulled up real quick. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, Trump Moscow this project. guy used to be known Trump as Moscow project. fucking mayor. <laughs> I'm sorry. You remember this one when he was talking? The, the noise he made when Jake Tapper was talking to him? Trump uh, Moscow project. <laughs> Trump Moscow project. 
sounds like a goat. <laughs> sounds like a turtle trying to trying to have some uh, fun on a Friday night. I'll leave Mitch McConnell like out of this. Sex. Sounds um, like Trump trying to pass a Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket. No, he wasn't. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> just just sit in there and read War and Peace, Donnie. It'll come out. Oh. What happened? What happened to? What happened to? <laughs> My toilet tissue. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. Well, I heard. I heard. I heard uh, uh, that uh, uh, Rudy. Uh, had his lower plate replaced, and he gave the old one to the uh, American Dental Museum. Oh my God! Yeah, that that, yes, that would be fitting. Yes, he donated it. As, well, as, uh, they have it in the display of uh, things gone wrong in dental history. So Along with so, the other with teeth. Yeah. Well, I don't know if anybody's seen Rudy. He was on the Argle Bargle, aka the Ingram Angle, the other day, um, and uh, he. Apparently, uh, thinks he looks a lot younger by slathering some black shoe polish on that little uh, mini fryer tuck haircut he has. Um, He's got three hairs. Yeah, yeah. He just like you know smeared some you know smeared some uh, black shoe polish around his side his his uh, uh, sideburns and um, and apparently, I think he got into he, he, he a defective Stephen Miller. Maybe he might have. Uh, and he got into it looks like a defective batch of uh, Fat Donnie's uh, uh, tanning spray. Oh, because mm. he looked orange with black uh, with with what little hair he had left smeared uh, black. That's why I said I think he's been to Greece for some of their famous formula. Um, so you know, Grecian formula. Twenty uh, <laughs> four. Do do we need to find a picture and put it into the chat room? Um, you might, uh, I'm sure you could, uh, the, uh, here, I, I can find it. Um, because, uh, he was on, um, there's, there's a, there's a screen cap of him over on Mediaite. Uh, oh yeah, there it is. Oh my God. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. And yeah, he's totally got the spray tan going on. Um, and, uh, it's, it's just, it just looks stupid. Why, why don't you, somebody who's more familiar with the, the Ukraine, stuff um talk about that a little bit joe do you uh you know a little joe, info on that you can go uh, all i know is that 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 uh, uh joe biden jr's uh uh son um was alleged to have some illicit uh a business with a gas company owned by a ukraine oligarch i don't even know if it was illicit to be honest well here's the thing it wasn't illicit because the from what i understand the time period that he he was supposed to be involved with this guy was off a year so the whole thing's been debunked long ago this has been raised and lowered on snoops and all that and snopes and all that stuff but here's here's the thing from what i understand if, if you don't mind me jumping in. Jump. Uh, Rudy Giuliani on television said that he has contacted the Ukraine government mm-hmm. to have them kind of look into Joe Biden's son and mm-hmm. his business dealings in the Ukraine. And when he was asked about it, he said that, you know, he was basically said, he was basically asked, are you interfering with an, with, with, you know, with, how did he put it? 
Um, are with you interfering? Are, we, are you? Are, yes. Are you meddling with the election? Meddling. He said, meddling. He said no. We're interfering with the investigation. And and it, what's messed up about this is that he basically is out there saying, in not so many words, mm-hmm. we are asking the government of Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden's son in order to help us with his friends uh, with Trump's. Uh, you know, um, campaign. Yes, that's <clears throat> essentially it. Uh, it's it's he's- not to to me, Joe. It's not essentially it. That's exactly what it is. It's happening right in front of our face. Where no, that's this no. campaign is literally saying we want a foreign government to to help us mm-hmm. get rid of 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 one of the Democratic candidates. No, no, you're right. What what has happened here is that. They feel that they have gotten away with what they did in 2016 with the Russians, and that now it's perfectly okay to do it out in the open because exactly. we got away with it. Exactly. So why even try to hide it this time? Exactly. Just fly over to the Ukraine, tell them my client would appreciate your help in discrediting Mr. Biden, who, by the way, we're freaking out about. Oh yeah. And this is this is so disgusting. You know, and and now it doesn't matter that we're doing it because uh, we already got away with this shit. Why should yeah. we worry about it? I mean, they're not even trying to hide. No, it. not even trying. You no. know, there's they're out there saying that the Trump 2020 campaign is more than willing to go to a foreign government mm-hmm. and work with them to mm-hmm. get rid of a primary candidate. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this is not illegal. I'm, it's got to be illegal. I'm sure it is, but he nobody. Says, well, who's who's gonna uh, who's gonna charge him? It, well, that's the thing. Exactly. Gonna... Exactly. Is it gonna be the Justice Department? I I, I doubt it. Uh, well, I think I know how many. I... I think I know about how many people would charge them in the Justice Department. Zero. There you go. Oh yeah. But you're right. I mean, you're right, Bob. Who is going? Right. This is this makes me very, very uncomfortable and really, really nervous because we don't have um, the levers in place to say this has to stop right now. Not with Barr in office. No. I don't know. I. I mean, I'm right now. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm holding on to Christopher Ray. Well, let me let me t- let me ask a question. If if there was a legitimate reason to investigate Biden's son mm-hmm. for something he did illegally, uh, allegedly, um, uh, with the Ukraine oligarch, why not go to the our own FBI? Well, the same reason why the Trump campaign didn't go to the our own FBI the first time. Yeah, well, I think if you hear the la- their language about the FBI, uh, that's all you need to know. Well, the point is, if there was anything legitimate to investigate, because this thing's been debugged already, uh, uh, you would go to you would go to to the United States uh, law enforcement and say this guy did something we think is potentially a crime. And that's the difference. I mean, they didn't go to the FBI the first time. Well, this what's is- happening? What's wait, wait, wait? What's happening now is that instead of hiding it, they're they're really out out there just saying, we're going to do this again, and we're going to show you that we're doing it again. And so I, I understand your questions. I, 
the they're slinging their really, really incredibly dangerous. They're the out there. Sl- they're slinging their uh, their mushroom penises around. Don't say <laughs> penis in this broad, broad daylight. First one in, goddammit. <laughs> it, was, it was the first. It, the background to that is is that there's been a new uh, a new person elected president of of, of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a comedian. Yeah, he's he's a reality mm-hmm. show dude, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, and and there have been pressure uh, uh, in the Ukraine to end this bogus investigation, and he's going to go and talk to the new pre- incoming president. This is Giuliani. To try to convince him not to give up that investigation because it would be of great interest and service to my client. Yeah, see, this is... It's not good. I'm going to shut up because I know Bob is on the show and I don't want to talk over him. You're not talking over me. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I was I was waiting for Bob to say something. I was going to talk I over was him. Too. <laughs> anyway, it's just this is messed up. I mean, they are literally like, here, here's my. I'm gonna just going to throw. You know, you said, you said mushroom, mushroom. They're just slopping their dicks on the table, <laughs> yeah. and they're just like old penises. That, you know, the only reason why they're six. You said you were like you said you said, like, you said, you said mushroom, mushroom, <laughs> mushroom. The only reason why they're six or seven inches is because it's a lot of wrinkles. This is really disgusting oh. what they're doing. Oh, too? Did I go too far? I think you were being too generous for him, really. Yeah. It's a lot of wrinkles. Rudy Giuliani's old. He he and literally we, had a mush penis, and now he's think, just got all of that skin that's just wrinkled and falling down and falling down. Okay, I just stopped every male member of the show into silence. Hey, what happened? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> we just, I, it's, it's just I I don't think I can. There's anything I can really add to that. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that right on the table. Yeah, on go. the old fish table, right? That's like right. imagine like a fisherman sure. just slapping a fish on the table. Yep. That's what Giuliani's doing. Yeah. And then he's That's wondering that and one. then he can't find it and then he wonders what happened to it. What happened? What happened to what happened to the fish? Crab America. Anyway. All right, we don't have a ton of it's time just, left in this segment. It's so ridiculous it's... what they're doing, and it's really dangerous. It's really yeah. dangerous because I don't know where the levers are right now in our government to stop this from happening. And I mean that sincerely. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, we, we, Comey got fired. Christopher Ray might very well get fired for the fact that he said that it's not spying. And we don't have anything with our current attorney general. I'm, I am actually, I don't, I'm, I'm getting very nervous. I don't blame you. I am too. I'm with you. I'm with you, sister. You know, that, that Giuliani said this so openly and blatantly and and quite happily, like, this is what we're doing, and I have no shame about it. And there ain't a shit thing you could do about it, because uh, Mueller Report. Mueller yeah, Report. yeah, it's... I, I'm concerned. And I I mean, Christopher Ray and maybe the Ukrainian government, I don't know. It's. It, I mean, this th- these guys are just, they're just mobsters. They are. That's it, you know. 
We've all known that from day one. And now they're emboldened. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, but there's some good news coming out. You know, I mean, I don't think they're going to... I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, at this I know point, one thing. Anything could happen. They're, they're petrified of Mr. Biden. Petrified. Petrified. Yeah. yeah. Even uh, yeah. Ben, that was part of that interview with Ben Shapiro today, too. Yeah, he said Biden is the pro- could probably beat Trump because of his appeal on the Rust Belt. But are they using Biden as a distraction in order to get away with what they're going to get away with? Because they really should be petrified um, of the House of Representatives. Uh, I don't know if they're. Uh, I I I don't know. I I I can't say for sure. I can't say if they're they're using him as a distraction or not. I know they they want to smear him. You know, with all the you know, Sleepy Joe and all the whatever else they're doing. So, uh, but I no, I think they're worried about a lot of stuff. Except uh, they are very emboldened, and you know, part of it is that Rudy's Rudy's an idiot too. So I don't know. Yeah, he's he's lost oh. his mind. Yeah, he's he's lost it. Yeah, that picture, by the way. Yeah, Rudy, Rudy is. Rudy. <laughs> yeah, I, I just looked at it. I was like, holy crap! <laughs> yeah, that's natural. <laughs> what is that? Rudy is. Bob, do you think that Rudy's laying in Trump's tanning bed? It looks more like he he just dove headfirst into his the, the his tanning barrel. I think he <laughs> dove head headfirst into his ass when he just applied. <laughs> <laughs> to tell you the truth, it could be. Oh my God! Yeah, that's that's an who ass told, burn. Who told right. that joke the other day? That uh, it was really funny. Somebody said uh, that Barr was so far up Trump's ass that he ran into Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who said that. Oh, I, don't know. I, I heard that too. I don't know who said that. Oh, it was. I think it was Bill Maher. That's why I just heard it I tangentially. Think, actually, I think I heard a different version where he was so far up Trump's ass that he came out his throat. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a visual. Yeah. <laughs> I saw something like that on Game of Thrones, but. But uh, I, I I hate Bill I Maher. But if Game Bill I hate Bill Maher. But if he if he told that joke, I'll say that's a good one. And uh, congrats to the writer who gave you that. Mm-hmm. Boom. So yes. Uh, Boom shekel. So yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Well, we don't have the green news report coming up. But yeah. Uh, you know th- this stuff. You're right. I mean, there these guys. Are emboldened, they're enabled uh, by fellow Republicans. Um, it, the you know, all, all where are all those stalwart, decent you know Republicans that you know were the calling out? Where's Mitt Romney on this one? You know? Oh really? Where is he? You know, I, I, I'm I'm just saying I'm I'm saying that know, facetiously. Know. You know, decent and stalwart. You know, because we I know mean, I'm still trying to figure out what what's Barr's game. Or Burr. Not uh, Burr. Well, he's looking for the buffet. He's still looking for the buffet. <laughs> I heard Senator, that was all Senator you can Burr. eat crab legs. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. I thought you meant Barr. Never mind. Yeah, Burr. I know. I said Barr. Shout I meant Burr. Burr. Senator Burr, who evidently, you know, him and um, Mark Warner and, and that committee 
you know, they subpoenaed Don Jr. back in oh. April. We just found out. Yeah. I don't know what his game is. I, I don't know what's going on. Well, I'll tell you what. For hour three, I have Trump's reaction to that. So oh. that's good. So uh, anyway, well, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and go to the break. Uh, Bobber, uh, we, we, we have a little bit more time since there's no green news report. Do you want to play one of your epic oh. songs? Sure. Um, what, what, what was, man, what was it? Coming Undone. That's a long one, isn't it? Yeah, I think that one's long. Um, Planetarium, maybe? That was pretty long, too, I think. And then uh, the list might be a little longer than normal. Um, <clears throat> shit. You know what? Can you can you send me the list again? I couldn't find it the other day. So, um, okay. Can you drag and drop it? Actually, just drag and drop it into the Skype chat, and then that way I don't have to open a browser. I'll play it in hour three. Um, I think something happened when I was uh, loading up uh, my my backup drive, and I think I took it off this computer and put it on the other one. So uh, we'll go with Planetarium because we haven't heard that one in a while, and then we'll play the list uh, in our our tray, trace, whatever. Uh, so all right, all let's right, go to trace. Tres. Uh, yeah, so we'll go uh, toi, as he would say in in uh, in Le France. I think I heard as that. in ménage wow. toi. Wow, I, yeah, I, I'm so I'm, offensive. I am shocked. I did not say twat, but I just did there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Don't say twat in this house. We That's, heard it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll listen to Planetarium by Bobber. And when we come back, we'll do name calling. Let us know if you got any birthdays and we'll do open phones. If anybody okay. wants to call and talk about anything. Uh, so yeah, we'll be right back, uh, on this damned radio station right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. Really? 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 You're popular. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. (laughs) That is such the fucking low-hanging fruit for every conservative if they feel like they're, they're, you know, in media... It's it's the it, they might as well say don't you know who I am? <laughs> that is what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, you have no right, good sir, to speak to me in such a manner. <laughs> Help me. Help me. It's, it's also so freaking high. It's high school. Oh yeah. It's high school. Only only well until right-wing conservative media the only people who used to say that was i'm popular i heard that in high school i'm popular (laughs) and you're just you you're just nobody likes you no yeah i'm popular and no one has ever heard of you (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, and you know he, you know how popular he was. And this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. Please help me. Please help me. <laughs> Wasn't such a good idea after all. <laughs> no. Anyway, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we got Bobber back with us, everybody. Der Braumeister. You got uh, you've you been uh, uh, doing some brew work uh, this week. Yeah, um, Saturday I brewed a um, sort of an experimental beer for a club. You know, they, it's called Smash Beer. It's single malt, single hop, and then okay, it's just the idea is just to, so you can if you brew with just a very simple stuff, you can isolate the ingredients and sort of see what they taste like. Okay, and smell like, and then um, Tuesday while you guys were doing the show, uh, I had this kit. That was just hanging around, and I just decided to go ahead and brew it. Nice. So, now, when you say got, kit, when you say old. when you say kit, uh, it's just like uh, just a bunch of packaged ingredients. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's a it's a specific you know specific measured ingredients that you know with instructions, and it's for, they're generally for for beginning brewers. Yeah. Um, and I want it as a prize in a competition. Oh, or something. gotcha. And, well, that's you know, cool. I haven't done done kits in years. Unless, well, I shouldn't say that because I used to buy one one or two a year, like for for winter time. Like if it was just too snowy and cold and wet outside. If I wanted to brew yeah. something, I could do it inside. Because well, they're cool. they're made, you know, really for stovetop brewing. So still like stovetop stuffing. So <laughs> maybe not. Kind of, yeah. It's like stovetop uh. stuffing instead of making it from scratch. Yeah. Uh, it, did your mic flip over or something uh, on the break? Because it sounds like you might be going through an external mic or something. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, I had, I had the mic flipped up. Sorry. Oh, okay. There it is. Yes. Now you sound you sound normal now. And and also, um, I'm popular, and no one has ever heard of you. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, you. That amazes me, guys. That amazes me. What a yeah. childish response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I'm rubber and you're glue. Whatever you throw at me sticks on you. You see, I tried to find something something for him and, you know, about crying over something. And I found this clip, if you'll indulge me for a moment. Uh, it's a it's a long clip, but it's called Crybaby, and I'd like to see what it is because I don't remember <laughs> what it is. So uh, whatever this is, it's dedicated to you, Ben Shapiro. Oh, it's oh, that's what it is. Wow, I made that. I'm popular, and no one has ever heard of you. <laughs> I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. You you know what's messed up about that, though? He says, okay, that's Duke. Well, hang on. Just hang on one second. Um, (laughs) Welcome Welcome back, Joe Santorsis, Grand Pennsylvania, the Electric City, to you as well, sir. Well, uh, I got some breaking news for you, too. Oh, okay. Uh, you know that Rudy picture you posted? Well, he's been back. He's been back on uh, Fox, and it's okay. getting worse. Let me, oh, let me show you. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, you post okay. that. Uh, well, Here it comes. There oh, it my. <laughs> so I think we got our new show go. art, uh, everybody. So for those listening to the podcast, you'll know it when you see it. Um, yeah, he's, uh, I think he's, he's got some candy in his pocket. I think so. <laughs> you could be onto something there. Uh, and of course, uh, 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 rain from four freedoms blog, Washington, DC, uh, our girl Friday, before we get to name calling, what was it you were, you were going to say? It was just one of it when he said, I'm popular, nobody knows who you are and I'm popular. It's, it, I know this is simplistic, but it's really stupid because Ben Shapiro doesn't have a television show. He's only popular among the right wing media and and that dude whether or not we like him or not is probably pretty well known because i don't know he's on the bbc yeah i'm more popular <laughs> uh-huh. than ben shapiro i mean the, if you look at the guy's wikipedia bio uh, i mean i'm not saying it's good but i'm saying it's it's pretty lengthy yeah I mean, you know, just the fact yeah. This, this how old is Ben Shapiro? Does he even have puberty hair? Um, <laughs> he does have puberty hair. He bought it from a mail order catalog. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he can't be more than forty. He's no, he's he's not forty. He's probably thirty-three. Just the fact that somebody let me see how close I got hubris to say something so stupid says that you really are that insecure. <laughs> He was born eighty four. He's thirty. He's thirty five. I was two years off. Jeez, he's not. Oh he, my looks God. Oh. he looks twelve. He looks twelve. His puberty, puberty hair looks like the top of. Uh, <laughs> why are we calling Giuliani's him? Head? Why are we calling? It does his puberty hair <laughs> looks like the top of Giuliani's head? Why are we that. calling it puberty hair? <laughs> Isn't it just called pubic hair? <laughs> He's got peach fuzz. He's a peach fuzz guy. Because uh, puberty hair is sort of peach fuzzy, right? He probably has okay. more more uh, more crabs well, than hair. I no. do. I do love his uh, his song that, that he did a couple of years ago, though. That was time to change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, meow! Goodness predicted that in the chat room. So this is the kind of stuff that irritates the hell out of me. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm more popular than you. Nobody knows who you are, so I'm more important than you. I'm popular, and no one has ever heard of you. Kind of- and if you don't believe me, you go to homeroom four. You can go you ask can my mom. Mom, tell him how popular I am. Smart. He's saying I'm not popular. And he says I'm not smart. I'm smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's this kind of stuff. This is the kind of stuff that drives me up the wall. Yeah. It, it, this this is it really does drive me up the wall. Well, I mean, he might as well out. a bit. He might as well just belched out the whole Fredo line there. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody Seriously. says. Like dumb. I'm smart. I'm popular, and no one has ever heard of you. Yeah. All right. I mean, I feel we like gotta, just grow up. Yeah. If you want to mm-hmm. be on the big boy stage, put on some big boy pants and bring some big boy. Intellectual discussion. Otherwise, I'm a big boy. Otherwise, I'm a know, popular you big boy. Yeah. I'm very popular. And you might anyway, shave that one poop your hair you only have and uh, <laughs> it, donate it, it to science. Puberty hair, <laughs> baloney science. But it's, all right, we got to get to name calling. We're sorry, running. We're running long. I needed to get that off my 
my fairly unhairy chest. Excellent. I'm glad. We wouldn't judge you either way. Um, So anyway, let's go. Yeah. All right, Ray and our girl Friday, are you ready for name calling? I am. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing. Here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Oops, I played the wrong I'm thing. popular and no one has ever heard of you. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll play that for never. every for every every name you mention on the show. I'm never gonna get over that. Anyway, tonight we have Mr. Adam Hebert. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. We've got Bobber DC. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. We have Francie and Francie. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. We have Heather. I'm we popular and no Holly. one has ever heard of you. We have got Cat. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. We've got Kenny Pick. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. We've got Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. Yeah, living on Long Island. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. We have Marnus. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. We have Meow Goodness. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. We have Michelle and Sarah. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. We got Moon Mare. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. We got President. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. We got myself. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. Yes, they have. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. We have Theo. (laughs) Who'd you say what? I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. (laughs) We have Tim Cornwall. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. And we have Trojan Rabbit. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. There we go. Oh, we're going to get some mileage out of this one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a little bratty piece of snit face. By the way, who are you, Rain? Who am I? Yeah, because... Because what? What do you mean? I'm, I'm, I'm popular. Nobody's ever heard of you. People have heard of me. Nobody's ever... No one. No one. No, well, not a no single person. Ever heard here's, of you. Here, here's the thing. I need to put a clarification in there. Uh, nah, 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 nah. I can't hear you. La, 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 la. I need to put a little thing <laughs> on that. A lot of people have heard of me. Doesn't mean it was good things. Well, there you go. Yeah, but you're not So, anyway, phone lines are open. Bad reputation. Phone lines are open. Number to call is 330-536-1466. Call in with your thoughts on Ben Shapiro or how your day's going or just whatever you like. Whatever you like. I promise if Adam Hebert wanted to call and give everybody his good news, he could. Uh, I did not spoil it. That's all I said. It was just good news. So, because uh, it's not my place. It's not my place to say. Uh, so, anyway, uh, yeah, again, number to call 330-536-1466. Um, and, um, you know, just a dumb little story, just a dumb little thing, something I thought about while I was on break. Um, I was out uh, on the sun porch and I'm looking at our garage and I remember one of the things I asked the contractor cause he said, 
oh, do you want shutters for the window that we're putting on the garage? And we're like, yeah, that would be great. That would make it super secure, you know, have, have a shutter over the window. And he's like, oh, great, great. We'll put down shutters. And then I was like, so can those actually close in the latch on the window? And he's like, no, they're just decorative shutters. I wouldn't know where to find real shutters. And I'm like, then they're not no. shutters. No, they're not. <laughs> They're they're decorative fake shutters. Say decorative fake shutters. Oh you know? god damn it. So anyway. But wouldn't that be cool to have a real shutter on a window? That would be cool. So I don't think any place has real shutters anymore. Yeah. Um, my uncle had shutters in his house in Cape Cod. Actually. Well, he might have might have hurricane shutters, but Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're yeah. Really I just thought on a garage, on a garage, that would be cool. Added security, you know. That's all. So anyway, uh, I have we fake shutters on my house. Yeah, we got them on the house too, but I didn't want to put them on the garage for no no purpose. So anyway, uh, Adam Hebert is on the line. Uh, the thanks for calling, uh, buddy. Uh, I didn't spoil your news. Thanks. I only told Susan. Well, uh, so you, you summoned me from my hellish abyss. Yes. But your hellish abyss might uh, get a get a uh, makeover soon. Yeah, yeah, it might. Um, I guess I guess I might as well say it. I found out today that uh, Fort Campbell is offering me a full time position at their store at their PX, and uh, unless something horrible happens, I fully intend to take it and go to Kentucky or Tennessee. Because Fort Campbell is right on the state line. It's like it's like you know, right there. Oh, that's what it was. I was wow. thinking, I, I couldn't remember what it was on the border of. But I, I got to say that we got to play this. In Jesus' name, boogity boogity boogity, amen. So yeah, so uh, so Adam, uh, you you got the job offer today. You did the interview just a couple days ago. Um, yeah. You were very optimistic with them about when you could relocate. And uh, it is a full-time job. You've been looking into um, housing out there and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm impressed. You nailed it. Well, and I'm happy with this because I, I didn't, I, after five years, you know, well, no, actually, it's probably pushing eight years experience with this company. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I, if I leave, I'm losing a lot, you know. So, and, uh, it's not a complete start over because I'm, I have a passing familiarity with Fort Campbell. I used to live there, uh, when I was a wee little ankle biter. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. It sounds like they're even willing to give me a little leeway on when they show up. Yeah, I was, it was, it was so funny cause uh, you know, I was at work, uh, and you called me well, probably about four thirty Eastern and I was like, oh, Adam's calling him. What's going on? And so I'm like, hey, what's up? And, and you were very polite and said you didn't want to keep me. But, of course, I, I can answer my phone any time of the day. It doesn't matter. And the It's only if, like, if ever the rare chance I'm, like, on a conference call or talking to my boss, which I try to do as little as possible of both. Um, uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's that's the good thing about my job is I have I – have, uh, phone and internet freedom because i don't abuse it you know um and you know that's the way everybody is in my offices you know it's like we take calls when we want we use the internet when we want we just get our work done but 
no, you called me and you told me, and I was like, holy shit, that's great. That's exciting. So, and then you, you basically were at work when you found out, right? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I had actually been called in today. Yeah. So, so, so this is exciting. And, you know, obviously everybody should please be patient because I'll fill in for Adam during his transition as much as I can on, on Saturdays. Um, but we might be running some best ofs here and there until he's completely settled. So, uh, you know, just be patient and, uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome for everybody. So, uh, I'm excited for you. Well, thank you very much. Congratulations. Yes, Adam. Congratulations, Adam. I think it's great. It's like a new big step into your, uh, like a transition to a new, new phase in your life. A whole yeah. new world. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I hate that movie. Did I just blow your eardrums or something, Joe? No. Oh, it, it, man, it would have sounded better if Bruce Springsteen. Sang. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> new world. Vote <laughs> <laughs> against um, McConnell. So that's, yes. that's oh yeah, that's a good idea, Adam. Kentucky, go for Kentucky. Are you well, well, that, we'll see. You might be able to uh, run against the them. The, oh, I don't know about that. Although, Kentucky know, probably. Kentucky Democrat is only two points behind. Well, depending on where you are in Kentucky, Kentucky is probably a little cheaper expense-wise. But I don't know. It says generic Democrat is two points behind McConnell, so just change your name to generic <laughs> Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new idea. I like it. Uh, I'm gonna have. Well, we're gonna have to redo all your bumpers. We're gonna have to redo all your bumpers. Mic check radio with generic Democrat. <laughs> generic Democrat. Uh, so yeah, no, that's good. I can assure you, there's nothing generic about me. Uh, that's true. That's true. You are brand X. It's it's exciting for you. I, I'm excited for you. I mean, I the idea of you know, it's scary. Just getting up, moving, starting over. It's its terrifying and thrilling. But I'm telling you, there is one thing in my life that I really do believe. Leap and the net will appear. Yeah. And, and you can just jump into it. I mean, this is so great. It's so great. And, and uh, But uh, honestly, though, Adam, you've done this. You've done this a couple times, albeit with college. Um, you know, but you, you've been out on your own and you've, you know, uh, had to fend for yourself and work jobs. You didn't, you know, uh, uh, you know, different jobs to, to, you know, pay the bills. So it's, it's not anything new. It's just, and, and like you said, you have a casual understanding of the geography from, uh, you know, being there when you were younger. So, um, yeah, I think this is a, this is some excitement. Like I said, I'm glad I, you know, I was, I was kind of stunned when I got the phone call. Well, and you know, and that's the thing. You kept putting yourself out there for these different transfers and, uh, and you know what? Somebody finally was smart enough to see the value of, uh, you know, a dedicated employee and, uh, and, you know, jumped at the opportunity to get you on their team. Well, 
uh, the person who interviewed me seemed very nice. Um, she gave me some good advice that I intend to act on, which usually when I ask those sorts of questions about the area, mm -hmm. people, you know, I get a different reaction, but, you know, she was nice enough to offer some advice. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, now it sounds like you're dealing with a, a good human resources person or manager or, or whatever. Um, you know, it, it's, it's hard to find somebody, uh, it, it, I, I can't say that I'm speaking from that much experience because I haven't had to do this a lot. You know, I, I, you know, I, cause I've been in the same job for almost 15 years now. So, but looking back, you know, there are, you know, interviewing is never easy. It's never easy because there's always, obviously there's always a different person who's being interviewed, but the interviewers are always just a complete, you know, I mean, you know, you almost have to interview the interviewer, you know, and when it's over the phone or something like that, um, it's harder because you can't read body language and stuff like that, but you're a great communicator and you've been doing your show for long enough and you, you've, you know, dealing with different personalities, uh, uh, for a long time. So that's that, I think that's helped you, you know? When you put it like that, I, now that I think about it, yeah, you're right. And also, you know, doing all those interviews at uh, AWA has probably helped, too. Because you're going up and talking to, like, uber-famous people and keeping a cool, level head, you know, and taking some cues from Miles here and there. So, you know, you're, you're broadening your communication skills, you know, with all of this. So, there you go. You've, sh you've sharpened and finely honed your your communication skills here, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio for Human Amen. Resources. Amen. So. Wow. <laughs> Amen. There. So. I might go apply for a job now. Amen. Oh, Joe, look at you. Joe, really? So. <laughs> Joe. Aphes is always looking. <laughs> Joe, I have an opening for um, somebody to live in our basement. Oh my God. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god oh my god uh so anyway well adam good stuff uh i'll, I'll be talking to you later uh, joe are you still there joe is filling out the oh. job application <laughs> oh okay. for living in my he's, he's back he dropped out for a second but he's still there <laughs> you know you know what everything was skyping out at me i was hearing like, oh it happens it happens uh, so anyway well adam Adam, have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll probably... Uh... Oh, are we doing no audio again? Oh, my God. Are you still with us, Adam? Yes, I'm still here. All right. Uh... Okay, Living says audio is fine. I was losing you, too. Okay, so Tro Trojan's saying no audio. Living says audio is fine. Okay, well, we'll, <laughs> see what, we'll see what goes on, but we got to go to the break. But, Adam, uh, congratulations, brother. I'm proud of you. Uh, you're going to do great and, uh, we'll talk, uh, we'll talk tomorrow, uh, when you have some time. Okay. All right. And, uh, Yay. just a reminder, Yay, we'll be, we'll be running the Avengers Infinity War special. So if you That's haven't right. seen that movie in the past year, there's nothing I can do to help you. At this yeah. Point. Yeah, really. I I'm, I'm excited to listen to it while I do some work around here so I can see if we got any predictions, right? So that'll be exciting. But, uh, right. I think Ra you got a couple. Rain, uh, what were you going to say? I just was saying, yay, Adam. That's it. I'm really happy Excellent. for him. I'm happy for you, Adam. 
All right. Okay. Well, Adam, uh, have a great night. I'll talk to you soon, brother. And once again, congratulations. Susan sends her best as well. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good rest of the show. I'll be listening. All right. Cool. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Adam. All right. So that's it. I'm glad he called. That's exciting news. So, friends, here's some exciting Adam, news. Adam is, he's going to have some access to good Kentucky bourbon. Damn. Ooh, well, he's not a drinker, so, and uh, rightly yeah, well, so. Yeah, well, he can he's, mail it. He could. He could, he could, he could ship it. Kentucky chicken. Kentucky he could just fried chicken. run it across the border. <laughs> Kentucky fried chicken. He can't get that everywhere. <laughs> no, not at all. He can get in, in the Capitol building. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the White House, it gets air it gets air airdropped uh, or flown in by drone uh, to the White House. You know. Let's have a shark. There we go. Let's have a shark. Uh, let's have a break too. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. You can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for rockin' more! Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now... On with the show. I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Out the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, the weekend edition broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com radio for human resources. <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, thanks to Adam for calling in. Once again, congratulations to you, brother. I'm excited for your, your big step up in, in the world, and uh, I know it's going to go great. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program uh, on Fridays, the Braumeister Bobber uh, for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. And, of course, Rain from For Freedom's Blog, uh, the other part of our power couple here uh, from the Swamp, the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble. Welcome back to you as well. Rain, did you just mute after being unmuted during the break? Rain. <laughs> Hi, I'm I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry. What, what, no, sir. What did Hi. you hear? 
I don't know. Livin said somebody's mic is live, so I. Oh, I, it, was, I it wasn't my mic. It wasn't my mic, but oh. it's. We we just had two loud loud bangs that might have been gunshots. Oh shit! I and and I the reason why I say that is I asked Bob in our Bob and I's private chat was it a gunshot, and our neighbor saw the window open. She's like, "Rain was that fireworks or a gunshot?" And I was like, "I I don't know. I'm I'm doing something." It was probably fireworks. It's starting to get nice out, and the hillbillies have leftover ones. They're everywhere. Yeah, so. I I don't know. I haven't lived here that long. The neighbor across the street. Yeah. Has so I, I don't know. Yeah. It it was probably it fireworks. Wasn't I mean, usually if it, if it, depending on where you live, usually if you hear a gunshot, it's followed within a couple of minutes by sirens. So, well, yeah, we'll see. So, uh, and of course, you heard it too, right, Bob? What's that? You heard it, right? No, I didn't hear it. Hmm. I did hear, hear Duke it. Duke start barking all of a sudden. You didn't hear? There was two of them. Nope. Sorry, did not hear it. Okay. Did, no, are you sure? Are you neighbor. sure you didn't hear it, Bob? Bob, I, Do, I'm down in the basement. So, are, are you the one that 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 fired the gun? Maybe. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Not me. Oh. <laughs> no. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> No, I, I'm, I'm sorry to bring personal stuff in here, but yeah. No, it's it, fine. It's it's, it's like not personal. It's for fireworks. It's not personal. No, that's that's the real world. But, so you know, on the other hand, the lady across the street, Rain. Do you think that was fireworks? And I was like, I, I'm doing stuff, Kim. All right, I'm doing stuff too. Like welcome, welcoming back Joe Santorsis, Grant, yes. Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. Last time I heard. A shotgun like that, my mother said, somebody shot Santa Claus. No presents this week. Oh, wow. That's dark. Yeah. That's real dark. Hello, darkness, yeah, my dark. old friend. Well, 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 Joe. Well, 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 said oh, baby Jessica while having a nightmare. Sad, sad, sad Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. I, uh, I just looked at the, uh, at the weather map. There's a big line of angry looking storms about ready to come through. And so it could have been. Uh, Lightning, oh. thunder, thunderclap. Oh. Could have been a the god of thunder. Very frightening. Yeah, very very frightening. Thunderbolts and lightning. Very very frightening. Okay. Mamma mia, mamma mia. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's hear uh, uh, something that was even more disturbing than you guys potentially hearing gunshots. Uh, this is Donald Trump uh, at, being asked, I think by John Carl from ABC, what he thought about the subpoenas from GOP senators for his his baby boy, my baby boy, Don Jr. He never did nothing. Um, yeah, except grow a, a beard just as shitty as Ted Cruz. Ugh, stop, guys. So anyway, this is this is kind of long, but this is my this is my Ken's gonna fill up Mad Libs during this clip clip. <laughs> so, uh, here you go. He saw the Senate Intelligence Committee as subpoenaed Don Jr. That's the Republican-led Senate Intelligence Committee. What do you make of that? Well, I was very surprised. I saw Richard Burr saying there was no collusion two or three weeks ago. He went outside and somebody asked him, "No, there's no collusion. We found no collusion." There was so much but collusion. I was, very surprised to see my son. My son's a very good person, works very hard. 
The last thing he needs is Washington, D.C. He could rather not ever be involved. Remember, he said to me a long time ago when I was thinking about running, Dad, if I could help, let me know. It's not my expertise. It's not something I really like, but whatever I can do, you're my father, whatever I can do. He's now testified for 20 hours or something, a massive amount of time. (laughs) The Mueller report came out. That's the Bible. The Mueller report came out, and they said he did nothing wrong. The only thing is, it's oppo research. If he did wrong, then everybody standing with me probably, except for John and Lamar. I think Lamar is pretty, I'll tell you. Did you ever do oppo research on an opponent? I don't think so. Jesus Christ. Rambling old man rambles. John Barrasso never did opposition research because he's a fine, fine man. But I would say 99% of the rest of the folks. So they didn't, but what they didn't discuss is this woman that came in who I watched during the Today Show when it all started. Oh, I'm just an innocent. All you do is watch TV. Nobody even knows. Although the halls of Congress know her very well because for years she's walked around all over Congress. She came in. And she left, supposedly, GPS Fusion, goes and meets for a short period of time with my son and some other people. They talked about a subject as very well, you know, advertised and put out. I just need to pause it real quick because I love this because the press is all like, oh, let him go. Just let him keep talking. <laughs> you know, let this crazy old fucker rant and rave about this and we're going to get audio gold. And that's exactly what they got. So, uh, continuing. Nothing. It was a nothing meeting. In fact, Jared left. He said, get me out of this meeting. This is a waste of time. She then went back to GPS Fusion. They were the ones that wrote the phony dossier. Why was she going to GPS Fusion? Why did she go back? Yeah. Then I heard that Don, for a year, made three phone calls with an unmarked number. They called it unmarked. (laughs) Did they? And this was a tremendous event because they all knew the fake news. They all know you were fair on that, John. But they all knew that these phone calls, these these tremendous phone calls before the meeting and after the meeting there were i believe three right they all knew that it had to be to his father unmarked it's perfect so he reported about the meeting and then reported what happened at the meeting except after looking and spending a tremendous amount of time and money tremendous so much they were able to go back years and find out who made the calls one was a local real estate developer the other was a great person from NASCAR. He took two of them what? and a friend of Don's. This went on for a year and a half. John, you heard all about the phone calls to obviously the father where I knew I never knew about the meeting. Not but father. the phone calls to the father turned out not to be the phone calls. My son is a good person. My no, son he's testified not. for hours and hours. My son was Totally exonerated by Mueller, who frankly does not like Donald Trump, me, this Donald Trump. And frankly, for my son, after being exonerated, to now get a subpoena to go again and speak again after (laughs) close to 20 hours of telling everybody that would listen about a nothing meeting, 
Yeah, I'm pretty surprised. Should he fight that? Should he fight that subpoena? Well, we'll see what happens. I'm just very surprised. I really am by it. Yeah. Really? Is he? Is he really? Is it, is it just me, or, or was he extra sniffy through that thing? Uh, I, I think he's, he's back on the Adderall again. Yeah, uh, you know, you know what that was? Uh, that was uh, uh, reminiscent of. We can't bust heads like we used to, but we have our ways. Oh, you got it. One trick is to tell them stories that don't go anywhere. Like the time I caught the ferry over to Shelbyville, I needed a new heel for my shoe. So I decided to go to Morganville, which is what they call Shelbyville in those days. So I tied an onion to my belt, which was the style at the time. <laughs> To take the ferry cost a nickel, and in those, those days, days nickels had, had pictures bu- of bumblebees on, on them. Give me five bees for a quarter, you'd say. <laughs> now, where were we? Oh, yeah. The important thing was that I had an onion on my belt, which was a style at the time. <laughs> they didn't have white onions because of the war. The yeah. only thing you could get was those big yellow ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I- <laughs> I did not hear the extended the, the extended remix of that bullshit until tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, he that really, was the director's cut. Yeah, he really just went on about this this meeting, like literally, like it was okay. So here's the Cliff Notes version. This is what you're gonna say, and then in the end, when he's like, "My son is a very fine person." You know who else was a very fine person? Hitler. Flynn. Manafort. Oh, the Nazis. The Nazis in uh, 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 Charlottesville. 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 Yeah, Yeah, they were very fine people, too. And for a a short time, Michael Cohen. Yes. Yes, he was. So is he he getting ready to throw his son under the bus? (laughs) Uh, <laughs> um, I'm just saying. I I wonder. Does oh man. Does oh oop, oh shit. I bumped my. I bumped a chord with a Mad Lib book. I bumped a a, a chord with a Mad Lib book and it buzzed. Uh, are they gonna? Will he start referring to him by a different name? You know, kind of like how they made uh, that Romney uh, niece change your name oh to- yeah from romney <laughs> to mcdaniels oh yeah god yeah, or, like, thing oh, i'm surprised oh, they yeah. didn't they didn't make her change it from to something else other than mcdaniels because that sounds a lot like stormy daniel he'll pull, the, he'll pull the uh <laughs> he'll pull the uh he was only a uh, part of the family for a very short time very short time very low level family boy. member he was only with the family of. He was a junior. Time. He was and, not a uh, senior. <laughs> and, and am I the only other person who was like, "Oh, he testified for twenty hours," and I'm thinking, <gasps> "That's a half of a work week for most oh, regular people." God. He didn't testify oh, for twenty hours. That's a tremendous shit. amount of time. Well, he did testify in front of Congress, not in front he of. Did, but not for twenty hours. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. He did testify. To yeah. Congress, yes. Not he's making it sound like he testified to M- Mueller. He didn't. Oh no. no! He didn't testify for twenty hours either. No. But, but my point. Okay. My my point is he's trying to make it sound like he went in front of Mueller, and he didn't. He never went in front of Mueller because no. 
I am of the opinion that he pled the fifth, and that's why he never testified to Mueller. The same with Trump. Yeah. He's making it sound like, oh, yeah. 20 hours in that dude's life is nothing. Nothing. They don't do anything anyway. Even if it is, even if it is 20 hours. And, Joe, okay. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is I'll cede that to you, Joe. I'm not going to deny, you know, or, or dispute that. 20 hours is nothing. That's like two hours a day. Two and a half what, days a of work. That's two and a half days of, of uh, I, I, that's two and a half days. I, I work 40 hours a week, eight hours a day, yes. five days a week. That's Monday, Tuesday, and half a Wednesday. That's, oh, that's God. the point that I'm trying to get at. So please, oh, God. I don't want to hear, oh, 20 hours. Like, oh, that's, that's 20 hours. Tremendous. 20 hours that wildlife is safe. Well, what was what was the last thing that we were laughing about? Who was it? Somebody said, "Oh, there was a, a bar testified for countless hours." No, we could count them. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did actually. <laughs> we, can, we can count them. Countless. It's, it's, I, it's just it's ridiculous. The privilege. I mean, and I really think that's what it comes down to. Oh, I had to give up some of my time for you know telling. Or for, you know, for the idea of America trying to get the truth of what's happening. 20 hours? Please, well, please you, you, shove it up your You mind. know why 20 hours is a tremendous amount of time? Is because that's how much television Trump watches in a day. Yeah, that's yes. probably true. Yeah. And he doesn't cats know how to DVR or watch things on demand or anything like that. He has to watch it all live. Cat says he only brought coffee to the family Keurig, but I don't think they have a Keurig anymore because... Didn't they oh. smash all their curves? <laughs> That's true. That's true. They, did. No. they did. They did. Because of fucking. Because of fucking Roy Moore. <laughs> uh, I like pedophiles, but I hate this coffee maker. Smash, smash. <laughs> well, it's not as bad as the dummies that sat behind me at PNC Field the other night <coughs> during the baseball game and told me. Oh, no. Is that, is that a Yeti you have there? Oh, yeah, really? it's a Yeti, Yeti. Yeah, uh, I shot mine. I shot mine. Oh, come on, really? I, sh I shot my Yeti oh. full of holes because they don't support the NRA anymore. Did they really say that to you, Joe? Yes. Oh, down in Morgansville. God. <laughs> Which is what they used to call Shelbyville. Which is Shelbyville today. <laughs> yeah, and they all had onions I on their belts, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these guys shot their Yeti coolers that you pay. A lot yeah. of money for. How many? How many bees? How many bees do you think they shelled out for that? They don't support the NRA anymore. And I said, "Well, my my Yeti still holds water." How many? How many bees yeah, do you unlike, think they? Like Trump's bladder. How many bees? Uh, how many bees you got to shell out for a, a Yeti cooler? I don't know how many bees. Back then, we used to call quarters bees. Well, now it's Nichols. Nichols had buy... pictures of bumblebees on them. <laughs> yes, Mike. The Corrick. The Corrick had a picture of a bumblebee. <clears throat> President yeah. brings up a good point in the chat. You know, when when Trump talks about twenty hours and his son and oh, his poor son. Oh, he's a very fine person. Hillary Clinton. Sat through what was it? Eleven was it? Eleven hours? Mm -hmm. Countless on, on Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, but I'm talking about that one particular televised. Yeah, one day, one day. Yeah, and they only. Here's the thing, and I do remember this. They only gave her like time to pee. And that was disgusting that she had to pee. 
Oh, you know, I, I just don't want to hear his poor son. Get, give me, a, give me a break. Oh. Tell he that does. to the leopard he killed. You have or give, the elephant. Give pity on him. I divorced his mother when he was very young. For yeah. a younger model. Yeah, it's it. I just I don't. I know none of us have sympathy, but I do find it interesting that he said my son is a very fine person. And all of the other very fine people that he has mentioned, um, he's thrown under the bus. That's because his son is lending the the tube of Brill Cream to to Rudy. Oh, They use the same Brill Cream now. Little dab, do ya? Little dab, do ya? Looks All right, uh, Bobber, did, did you want? Did you want to? Con- well done. That's I very nice. That. That's do you very remember nice. that? I, well, I think I do. Hold on. They love to rub your fingers through your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bobber, uh, you, you want to make any comments before we uh, move along here? No, let's move along. All right, uh, I, I have one quick clip. There is one I'm going to play, but I don't think. It's gonna be. It's gonna evoke so much. Well, way too much conversation than we have time for tonight. So I'll probably save that for for Tuesday because I think I want to get some other stuff to accompany it. Uh, this is just a quick clip with uh, uh, from C-SPAN. The uh, CEO of Axios, Mike Allen, was interviewing Adam Schiff uh, the other day. Uh, of course, congressman from the great state of California. And uh, the issue of Trump's taxes got brought up. And this is just a fun little hallelujah moment. Do you believe uh, Congress will ultimately get the president's tax returns? Yes. Why are you convinced of that? Because the legislation is uh, abundantly clear. Um, It says that the commissioner shall provide the returns to the chairman of ways and means. Not may, not might, not if the president doesn't. Do you think this will take weeks? Object or tweet about it? Weeks, months, or years? Well, it, I think it'll take months uh, to prosecute through the courts. Look, I think the courts are going to be aware and mindful of the disruption of the democratic process. So it sounds like you think Congress will get the president's tax returns this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, uh, they, they, uh, sent over a subpoena Amen. today. Oh. Amen. They sent a subpoena to the subpoenas. Don't say penis in this house. Get out! I forgot to play that. He's clip. kicking himself out of his own house. And yeah, you know what, I, uh, they, they sent it to uh, Steve Mnuchin. Mnuchin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh God. subpoena. No. <laughs> Fucking greasy <laughs> little. No, no subpoena. No. <laughs> wow, that's a new voice. <laughs> I'm not going to subpoena. No. <laughs> Joe, pull your lips out. They sound like they're stuck to your dry teeth. Did you swallow the brill cream again? The tube is stuck in my mouth. <laughs> I think oh. I can get the cap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you're killing me here, Joe. That shit is funny. Uh, <laughs> yep. That's a true story in my family. 
<laughs> the burl cream getting tubes getting stuck in your mouth, but you can get the cap. My grandmother. <laughs> I'll make this quick. I know we got to go to break. My yeah. grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> this is about thirty years ago. Yeah, she was staying with us, and uh, <clears throat> she came downstairs to brush her teeth. We all said Colgate. Oh and no! And she didn't have her glasses. And my father oh. used burl cream. Oh. Oh. Wow. And yes, there was a, a death-defying scream in the bathroom where we all ran down and was like, oh my, you're okay. And she's like, oh my God, I brushed my teeth with Brill Cream. <laughs> oh, I have, I have a better one, but I'm not going to use it. That reminds me of that product that I, that I came up with. Because you remember when Trump mixed up his... Uh, his poly grip and preparation H and his uh, his dentures slipped and he said, uh, "God bless the United States." Uh, I came up with uh, the what was it? Preparation D, uh, one tube for both holes, wasn't it? Yes. That was my clown car. That was that was my. Did his butt cheeks stick together from the? Uh... Yes, yes. In that he was full, of, uh, more full of shit than normal because of uh, because of that. And, and Anity couldn't breathe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor Hannity. Oh, oh no! He was trying to untie his belly button and crawl out. <laughs> Get the goo gun! Get the goo gun! Quick! Better than that. But she did. She brushed her teeth with burl cream. Oh wow! That I am yeah. sorry for your grandma. That sucks. So she survived. She lived another thirty years. Well, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. So. <laughs> I also have brill cream. I can't even imagine what that would taste Ooh, like. Ugh. Yeah, not good. So, all right. Uh, at finally, at long last, I have a, 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 a another copy of uh, Bobber's uh, mo- most recent song. Unless you're working on some other stuff, the list, which uh, debuted last year, right? I think so. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we've got the list coming up. Uh, this was featured on our music special we did last year, too, which was fun. Uh, I want to do something like that again here soon. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and uh, take a listen. If you haven't heard the list from Bobber, it's a great tune. Uh, and, uh, it, I mean, we, we always expect great tunes from Bobber because they're all catchy. They're all great. You're an, you're an amazing songwriter, Bobber. I've said it in the past. I'll say it again kudos to you for your songwriting abilities you got a lot of good pop sensibilities that i truly admire so thank you i sounded like rolling stone review there for a second pop sensibilities (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but uh but yeah so here we go we're gonna listen to the list and when we come back uh we're gonna get into some mad libs and you know talk about a couple other quick little things but here we go we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this The Night with Kenny Pig. Bye. 
Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, 
a galaxy master. It's just a glorified dungeon master, except for you played with laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show. Every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show. Features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. This is Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. And thank you, Scranton. And uh, thank you, uh, New York. Oh, wait. Why did I say New York? Well, you'll just have to wait. Uh, uh, but welcome back to the program, everybody. And uh, uh, I just want to say uh, yeah, tonight, uh, if you want to stick around for the night show, uh, I'm I'm. I, I haven't been real super dedicated to the night show. I do play music just about every time, but I don't really push it because I know we don't have a huge audience for it. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to guilt people into listening, but um, I, I'm going to try and start it like, uh, you know, a little sooner, you know, uh, before 11 o'clock, uh, maybe by 1030 or something like that. And if people want to just go ahead and put requests in the chat room of music they want to hear, uh, I can start queuing it up uh, while I'm working on the podcast and just kind of let it rip. I just kind of have been loading up songs I want to hear and Susan wants to hear and, you know, Adam or whoever's around. So if there if there's a band or a song you want me to play, even if you're not going to be listening, if you just want to help with the programming, put it in the chat room. That goes for you, you three as well. If you want to challenge me or anything, uh, go for it. And, you know. If I don't have it, uh, I'll play another song by the artist, or um, I'll uh, you know, or if you just give me a list of artists you want to hear, I'll I'll play my favorite songs from them, and um, or or sometimes I'll be like, ooh, I think I want to go buy that. I did buy the Frank Zappa and the Mother Meets the Mother, Mothers of Prevention record last week, and played some of that stuff, which was. You remember when he was testifying, uh, <clears throat> uh, going up against the PMRC back in the eighties, good stuff, good stuff. He, he incorporated his testimony in, uh, in, in some of the senators and whatever, and, you know, Tipper Gore, um, you know, that is, that is a, a, a real blight on the democratic party that Alan Tipper Gore had fucking anything to do with the PMRC, that evangelical shit show. Oh my God. You know, that was the biggest problem I had with Al Gore. You know? Um, you know, I don't even know if they 
I'm not trying to defend them, but I don't even know if they knew what they wrought. Well, they should have. They should have. It was censorship. It was anti-First Amendment all the way, and they didn't fucking understand it. I mean, it, that infantile evangelical mindset to try and, you know, quash something. Uh, it makes me feel funny. I don't like it. You better burn them records, you know. So, okay. and, and, you know, the stupidity of what they did by getting the, you know, the voluntary, you know, parental advisory stickers put on the albums. I actively went and looked for albums with those stickers on them after the fact. So did every yeah, kid. Just, uh, just draws attention. Yeah. So so anyway. But yeah. So if anybody put it in the chat room, I don't care. Put it in there now and I'll scroll back or I'll, I'll make notes. Um, anything anybody wants me to play, I'll, I'll do it. You know, this is radio for you humans. ABBA? You're humans. I'll play some ABBA. I'll play the German version of Waterloo if you want. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Kenny, I'm really shocked. Uh, no, you shouldn't be. I, I I love Abba. Could you play Beatles music? Music? I, I if there's any on the network, I'll play some Beatles. Yeah. Mm. I won't enjoy it. This is the the backside of Abbey Road. Oh, the something from the B side of Abbey Road. Abbey Road. Well, the whole thing goes right into one. It's it's too long to play uh, on the That's, network. But uh, it is the whole Why? the whole B side. Why would because it be they go one to the other? I mean, the whole B side is like one long one track. The B you know, side it, of the album, Abbey Road. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it flows, it flows continually. I've played songs that are thirty minutes long on the show before on on the network. I don't care about that. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't know. I but uh, I have a feeling that it's probably still broken up into tracks if I were to purchase it digitally. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I know. it loses its it loses its pizzazz. Yeah. yeah. When you break up the songs. Do you and have the actual album, Joe? I do. We have we, and we we have global separation rules on on the amount of songs we're allowed to play from any one artist consecutively. So I have to get real creative. That's why I'll like play a Sammy um, Hagar solo song, then an HSAS song when it was Hagar shown Aaronson Shreve, then a Van Halen song and a Montrose song. You know, so I can play four songs with Sammy Hagar on them, but they're all but different bands. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's too bad because that whole side two really flows together. Well, if it's one track, if it was one track, you know, I could it's do it. Not, but no, if it's, it's not, not. Yeah. so. Uh, but you know, anywho, from, from Polythene's Pam, it goes into she came yeah. back through the back room window, and it goes through other. Yeah. A, l- a lot of what we we think of as singles, but they're, yeah. they're really all part of that B side. Yeah, meow goodness confirmed. All the songs flow into one another, but they're separate tracks on the CDs and LPs. So, right. Um, right. But anywho, all right, we we, we got uh, we got some Mad Libs to get to, folks. Uh, so here we go. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, here we go. Uh, alphabetical bobber, I need a place. A place. Um, under the bridge. <laughs> um, okay, that works. Mm. Uh, 
Bridge. And Joe, uh, I need an adverb, please. Uh, accidentally. Accidentally. Rain, I need a part of the body, plural. Oh, penis. Peanut. It's already been, already been used, <laughs> and you're not allowed to say okay. that word in this house. Don't say penis in this house! Get out of my house! <laughs> stop. Um, Just stop it. You should have known better. <laughs> Should have known better as soon as I put nouns out there in the in you know. Alright, part of the body plural. Uh-huh. Nipples. Nips. Oh, nips. I like nips. <laughs> you know, every time Ow, when I was a nips. kid I would see those uh cheese nips when I was a kid, I was like <laughs> oh. I'd feel weird saying it. Um yeah. nipples, not nips, guys. But seriously, cheese nips. That sounds how did nipples turn into cheese nips? I don't know. I think it's a medical condition. Because I said oh. nips. <laughs> short for nipples. I think we have a problem. Anyway, I'm we do have a problem have a because nips I... Cheese nips. We, we do have a problem because I have a verb ending in ing that is blank here and Bobber needs to give me a verb ending in ing. Um, and if you're wondering, that one hasn't been used. Teabagging. <laughs> Okay, there we go. <laughs> tea bagging. I like it. That class in the joint up here, you know, tea time always yeah. makes things classy. Uh, Rain, I hate to do this to you, but I need an adverb from you. An adverb. Okay, hold on. I have adjective all loaded up in my Google. Uh, well, adverb is uh, all loaded up in your. You were doing a Google church? I'm on it. All right. I'm on it. I'm yeah. not really that on it, but I'm gonna get on it. Okay. God damn it. Well, here, you think about that. You think about that, and I'll give Joe his next one. So, uh, Joe, okay. part of the body. Jesus. <laughs> part of the body. Cheese nips. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I won't. No. Okay. Um, poops. Huh? I have pubic hairs. Oh, oh. Did you really call pubic Pub hairs poops? Puberty. Yes. That's what we call them in Scranton. We should go. We should. We should go with puberty. We should go with puberty hair. Puberty hair. All right. I've got. Got I've puberty got, hair. All right. I've got my. I've got my adverb. Okay. What is it? Firmly. Firmly. Oh. Firmly. Firmly. Okay. Poops is so cute. Poops is really poops. cute. Poops. I firmly grabbed her poops. Mm -hmm. No, I mean. <laughs> okay. I'm putting poop down, but I also have puberty hair down. Uh, Bobber, another part of the body, sir. Another part of the body. The taint. I Ooh. I know. Bob Bobber ain't. Uh, taint never gonna fail me on this one. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Joe, a noun. Big dirty asshole. <laughs> BDA. <laughs> BDA. Uh, it's like a BFD. Your BDA is a BFD. Uh, <laughs> First, Sean Hannity would say, "Your BD." 
BDA he would, is my BFF. He wouldn't say he wouldn't say uh, big dirty asshole. He'd say home. <laughs> uh, rain a noun. Well, um, I'm gonna go with um. All right, so big dirty asshole is one noun. Yeah. Descriptive noun. Yeah, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with um, an, so a noun. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with a butt plug. Butt plug. Okay. Because it's, it's filthy and dirty, and <laughs> this is where turn up the night takes. I can me. clean it after. Oh my it. god! I just read it in context. This is so strange. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Bobber, another noun. Another noun. Um, yeah. The hmm. day. <laughs> that is so refreshing. <laughs> Could be. After Could all be. that, after after this Mad Lib, it's going to come in handy to clean out all the stuff. Clean <laughs> <laughs> out your big dirty asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big dirty asshole. All right, Joe, you get the last one, and it is also a noun. A noun. Uh, let's see. Uh, noun. I'm trying to think of a good one. A oh, good it's the noun. last. It's the final word in this one, Mad Lib. So see now that's pressure. Yeah. All um, nouns are good. It's the last word of the last sentence. Tampon. Oh, Joe. <laughs> Joe. Go for the gold. I went. Or I went for the golden tampon. That's it's right. Rosé. I should spray paint a tampon for well, an award. That. that was the most disgusting joke I've ever told on this show ever. It, it was. Yeah. It was up there. It was up there. Then but you, you were. You were lead on. They were kind of a, a boy talk, okay. and uh, he you was use- lead on, like uh, egg on. Oh, and tampon. So- <laughs> See, Joe, do you want to hear the joke again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do it. Do it again. Okay. I kind of talked over you, so go for it. Joe said tampon. I said I'm disappointed. Ken said go for the gold, and I said it's rosé. See, there you go. And I'll tell you what, and you've earned your first, uh, first rim shot, and, and and also why not this too? Don't mess around with God's America. This, this is a disgusting joke. That's great. So anyway. You know, my uh, my good friend Mort, uh, his dog Cleo used to go into the bathroom and eat uh, the tampons that were in the wastebasket. Oh, dear God. And when you would catch it, when you would catch him eating the things, oh, my God. It was like, he was like, I'm ashamed of myself. He was a basset hound. <laughs> basset hound beagle mix. And when you catch him, you'd be like, I'm so ashamed, but I was so hungry. (laughs) Look, that's just gross. It is. It's really gross. I'm sorry. Oh, it is. I'm liberal, uh, but that's disgusting. uh, No, it's horrible. (laughs) This is a terrible, terrible thing you've done. But it wasn't my dog. I didn't have a dog that ate tampons. It was Mort's dog who ate tampons. Um, 
girlfriend or wife. Oh my god. No, no, it was his mother's tampons. Okay, that oh. makes it even worse. I, I was, we were, we were teenagers, you know. His, oh my god. his mom was in her forties, you know. So, oh yeah, there's like gross all caps. <laughs> yes, Heather, I'm with you. Gross. And then you know what he would say after he ate it? I can't believe I ate that whole thing. You ate it, Ralph. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. No. No, no, no. I've just ruined the I've ruined the world tonight. Uh alright. No tampons are spicy ever. Oh. <laughs> well, well, you know, you, you can get him with uh, pumpkin spice. Stop. Stop. <laughs> there are no spicy, there's no pumpkin spicy tampons. There's Stop no, it. No. No. Stop With it. There's spice in my real cream. Oh, my God. <laughs> can you, you can get the cap there, Rudy? I can get the cap. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> all right, all right. Gone. The tube is gone. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> oh this God! No, stop it! This whole thing is terrible. This. All right, it let's let's go ahead and do the Mad Libs. It's gross. Let's do the Mad Libs. I gotta read the Mad Libs. We all knew this, but I've actually used tampons in the past. They have never been pumpkin spice. They have never been Italian spice. They have never been Indian spice. They've have they ever been, been posh spice or sporty spice? No, they've never been posh or sporty, baby, or Chinese or no, no. Okay, okay what about what about five spice? No. <laughs> all right, all spice? No. <laughs> no, they've never been all spice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We're gonna okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna reset. We gotta read. I gotta read the Mad Libs. We're running along here. All right, here we go. This one is New York, New York. That's why I thanked New York earlier. And this one, this one goes out to you, Rudy Giuliani. Mm. Uh, falling in love with the big penis. Don't say penis in this house. Yeah. Get out of my house. Especially at Christmas time, can happen in an under the bridge minute. Perhaps it comes when you and your cat stroll through Central Park after the trees and beards are blanketed by a senile snow dog. <laughs> or maybe when you snort a corner, when you snort a corner and come upon a shardy vendor selling hot roasted gerbils and warming his nipples over the tremendous flame. Yeah. That sounds uh, appetizing. Uh huh. That sounds like a part of Central Park I've never seen. It's like uh -huh. the troll corner. <laughs> Could be. Uh, I think Ted Cruz hangs out there when he goes to New York to see what kind of decadent New York values they have. Um, maybe, maybe it happens when you first glimpse some crooked skaters bundled. In warm subpoenas, gliding across the stupid ice of Rockefeller Bat Boy. Poor woman ring. Who knows when you'll be smitten? All we know is it will be most. It, it will. It will most accidentally happen. 
Okay, whatever. Um, all right, this one is Plain Talk. This is a conversation. Uh, it's a one-act PP tape to be voluntarily per performed by two squat holes in this room. Oh. Mm. Oh. So this is okay. a conversation. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, airplane uh, conversation here uh, in, in a terminal. It looks like. Clerk, attention all trousers. Final tea bagging for flight seventeen at Old Man Twelve. <laughs> Passenger, out of breath and uh, and breathing firmly. I'm sorry I'm late. My cab had a flat orange. No problem. Uh, may I see your ticket and driver's golf ball, please? That you stole from an 11-year-old? Uh, <laughs> passenger. Oh, well played. Passenger patting his poob pocket. Or patting his puberty hair pocket. Oh, my. I left my, my license home on the spritzer. Clerk, do you have a coked-up passport or a birth wine glass? That doesn't sound right at all. Um, passenger, no, I have a credit card with my taint on it. Don't put your don't don't put your taint on your credit card, folks. I'm sorry, sir. That's tough oil. You you don't have that's a weird way to swipe it. Yeah. Whew. You better hope it's dry as a desert back there when you do. Um, I'm sorry, sir. I got, I, got, I got a new stripe on my card. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> new skid mark. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. That's tough oil. You don't have the proper big dirty asshole. I'm going to have to reroute you to a uh, on a later butt plug. Oh, pa passenger. Oh. oh no, I was due in Chicago for my bidet's wedding. I was best tampon. <laughs> yeah. Wait, read the last part again with the tampon, because the, those... Okay. Oh, no. I was doing Chicago for my bidet's wedding. I was best tampon. <laughs> best tampon. Hmm. Well, uh, this is there you disgusting. Go, folks. We took it's a real... Really, it's Took a real mind-bending trip on that Take one. A real mind-bending trip. Yeah. Uh, I apologize for everything. Well, why? Why should you? Uh, because I, I said. I you know, can't believe I ate that whole thing. You ate it, Ralph. <laughs> anyway. Ralph didn't eat the pumpkin spice tampon. That was Cleo that ate the ate the tamps. <laughs> <laughs> it's so disgusting. <laughs> if oh, believe you me, I was there and I was like, uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, this dog would take fucking dirty, dirty, uh, you know, uh, Kleenex and eat it. Anything, just like I think it might be food. I'm so hungry. And they fed that dog like nobody's goddamn business, irresponsibly oh so. So that dog had a food addiction and pica and whatever else, you know. Isn't it called pica when you when you, you, you eat shit you shouldn't eat? You shouldn't all eat? Well, I thought it was called giardia. 
I don't know. I thought it was called Pasha. When well, you Giardia you... is what happens afterwards, right, Bob? Giardia is a specific uh, intestinal parasite that will, yeah, give you the same effect as eating tampons. Well, there it <laughs> well. is. Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. This is yeah. a disgusting show. Yeah. They're not good for the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Melania's Trump. Melania Trump's review of the show is in. They are not good for the America. No, we're not. What were you saying, Bob? I said uh, this time it wasn't me. I know it was a culmination. Actually, it was. It was kind of. It was. It was me and Joe. Uh, yeah, it was us and me. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you helped. Don't. Yeah, I, I, I encouraged. Tampon, tamp off, tamp on, the tamper. Don't eat it. <laughs> Don't eat it. <laughs> I just oh saw. Oh my god. Uh yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> well, we can play that clip. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh yeah, meow goodness, pika or pika or pika, Pikachu. Uh, is the obsession with eating non-food items like dirt. Oh. And oh. tampons. <laughs> oh. That's yeah. gross. Yeah, but yeah, Pika. It's like I've seen. I, there's like you know, the I watched something like I got duped into watching something on fucking I don't know if it was MTV or Discovery or Lifetime. You know, one of those channels that used to play actual real programming that now are just littered with reality shows of like I eat crazy shit. You know, or you know the History Channel. This person eats toilet paper. You know, I, I it's like I, I hate you, <laughs> but you know, I saw one of those things and it was like, oh, people that eat crazy things. Maybe you should try and help them get diagnosed and treated for this problem instead of making a fucking TV show with them. My yeah, God, that would be a good solution. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I, I'm sorry, I forgot. Humanity sucks. So. Anyway, that's why we have a reality TV star in the White House, folks. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Do you think that Trump eats um, Kentucky Fried Chicken flavored tampons? Well, it's safe to say he doesn't eat dip toilet them, paper. Dip them in the gravy. It's oh, uh, oh the fa- that that gravy. The, the now with our famous hot gravy. With the red sauce. Now with our famous hot gravy. Now with our famous body temperature gravy. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, well, we know he doesn't eat toilet I am, paper. I'm a terrible woman. I'm a now, terrible woman. We know he doesn't eat toilet paper because that's stuck to the bottom of his shoe. Do we know he doesn't eat it? Rudy, do we know? Well, we don't know. don't know. You're right. You're right. I can't say anything for sure. He might have been saving that for later. Um, you know, and we know Rudy eats Brill cream. Nope. You ever Why find that? Which we also know can cock? happen. <laughs> It can happen. Can. All right, let's do our parting shots. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, all right, we'll go alphabetical tonight. Bobber, what's your parting shot, sir? Uh, I'm I'm just looking forward to uh, just to seeing the uh, house to take take Trump and, and the entire crime family down. I you know I, I know people are worried. I'm a little worried too. Mm-hmm. About uh, you know who, h- how this is going to be enforced, but I think I think the 
the people that work for Trump are going to blink before the House does. You're optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic. All right. I'm there with you. Uh, all right, Joe, what's your parting shot, sir? Uh, there, there are two, two headlines that caught my eye, so I, I think that we, we should note. Uh, this one I'll let stand for itself. Kentucky teen who sued over school ban for refusing chicken pox vaccine now has the chicken pox. Oh, that dumb dick. God. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Oh, and yeah. How about yeah. this one? Put socks on your hands. He's going to miss some time. <laughs> and uh, man flees police. His pit bull turns and bites him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> good boy. What a good man, boy. Who's a good boy? <laughs> good boy. Man fleeing police instructed his pit bull to attack. And the pit bull turned on him and bit him in the butt. Oh, wow. The dog is now being cared for until a new home is found. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Are they checking the dog and see if he has rabies from that, or you know? Uh... I don't know. The guy was caught in a burglary. He said, "You're going to have to kill us all." They hit him with a stun gun. He got up and ran off and let his dog go and pointed to the police and said, "Kill him, boy! Kill him, boy!" The dog instead attacked Davis, biting him in the <laughs> ass, then attempted to bite his head. <laughs> good one, good yes. boy. Good boy. <laughs> so the police are taking care of him. He might become a police dog. You never know. Yeah, there what you go. Boy. And oh, by the way, by the way, uh -huh. John Snow, you know nothing, John Snow, about dogs or wolves. Oh, because man. if you're going to give away your dire wolf, goddamn, go over and pet him. Yeah, asshole. I I was <sighs> I was really bummed about that. Boy, so. what's, what's wrong with you? I even knew about that. And you know, well, you don't. And the director made some goddamn excuse for that, saying, "Well, it was more dramatic that way." Yeah. And my wife said, "Will that director never own a dog?" They hate cats on that show too. They said they killed Sir Pounce. No. Yeah. They said the cat That's that right. they 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 got was difficult to work with, so they they. Said it, it, they killed the care. They they killed the cat off uh, off screen. Although they didn't really kill the cat. You know they what else the they killed off screen? The Starbucks uh. cup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, to be this. fair, the 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 Starks of Winterfell are closely related to the Starbucks of uh, Summerfell. Yes. See, you um, all know I don't like this show, but I do follow. I do follow. You spoil it the for Starbucks yourself. of Essos. <laughs> so Starbucks, yes, John Stark yes. leaving his dog behind. Is, he's an asshole. Did did Cersei and have a couple Starbucks put in the Red Keep? I, I, don't, <laughs> yes. I don't follow that much. Yeah, when they brought all those civilians in. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> like, you know, put some Starbucks down there. Yeah. Yes. Before we burn them up. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Rain, your parting shot. My parting shot is the fact that the White House was very happy to invite the Boston Red Sox, S-T-C-K-S, <laughs> to the White House for, for, for winning the World Cup Series champions. Yay. <laughs> Did they have a big table full of hamburgers? No. The point is, is that it's the Boston Red Sox, S-O-X, and it was the 
it, it was the World Series, not the World Cup Series champions. Oh, oh, oh I even get that. Okay, you had to repeat it, <laughs> yeah. but now I get it. So, yeah, the World Cup so Series. That's my shout out. Did they spell it S O C K S? S O C K S, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I thought, yes. oh, my God. I'm not. Yes, I'm not yes, that did. athletically, uh, 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 you know, illiterate. I know, I know, you don't do sports, ball, Ken, but yeah. I know it's always the socks. You know, the White Sox and the Red Sox are spelled S O S O X. Yeah, my the second part was the World Cup series. The World Cup series. Oh my God, that is embarrassing. Stanley Cup. <laughs> or the, or the there, World uh, Series, not the World the, Cup Series. The, sail, the sailing, uh, <laughs> the armadas, the sailing. Jesus uh, Christ. So that's my parting shot. The that World these Cup. people are really dumb. Yes. They really... They don't do sport. Hey, somebody's got to do sport. They just what don't the have hell? anybody who does double checking on this. So God what bless the, right? the Boston Red Sox. Stockings. For the World Cup Series champions, did they wear their 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 uh, costumes and hats when they when they went to the White House? <laughs> yes, and they they bought their their uh, they brought their sports ball. Uh, I think it was a it was, was a, a hockey puck. A hockey puck. It's oh, okay. <laughs> they should have they should have brought some balls. And it was also so notable dumb. that none of the black players went. No, they, that's uh, true. The white, rightly so. And none of the Latino players went either. Yeah. Well, they were afraid. Well, do you blame them? They no. didn't want to end up having to eat a bunch of. Cold hamburgers. Hamburgers. <laughs> hamburgers. Well, they put them under heat lamps for a few hours, Bobber. Yeah. Oh, so, so they're nice and dry. and Yeah, they, they basically become a puck then. So. And they could, they could take as many home as they could fit into their red stockings. Oh, God almighty. I can't believe this White House is this dumb, but it is this dumb. Oh, I can. I can. So... Uh, all right. Well, we got to wrap things up. Uh, again, Mike Check Radio, we're off tomorrow. We're going to do our re- replay of the Avengers Infinity War special we did last year um, in anticipation of our Avengers Endgame special coming up uh, next week. And uh, yeah, stick around if you want to hear some music. You can definitely uh, put still put requests in the chat room if you want to hear them. And uh, yeah, that's it. Over, we're we're going to wrap things up. Good show. Good to have both Bobber and Rain back on a Friday. And uh, we'll see everybody on Tuesday. And I'll be on the Tim Carmel show this Sunday. Super excited. Bye bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities on behalf of the management and staff. We wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I'm popular and no one has ever heard of you.